Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, I'm Willie Zinn. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts. One love, one love. You're lucky if you have just one love. One love, one love, you're lucky just to have just one. Love yourself. That's Yusef Kente, y'all. Doo-doo-doo, boo-doo-doo, boo-doo-doo, doo doo boom mushroom friend. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the J. King Network. You see what it say on the side of the building? It's the J. King shit, so step out of line. And it's going to be all good. Have a great day and get ready for a bumpy road. Good morning, Stephanie Poole. Good morning, Domingo. Domingo, Brother Reverend Ali. Papa Jay was mute in phones. Oh, yes, I was. He heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. Well, let me say it again. Papa Jay was mute in phones. Whenever he heard noise, it was gone. And he didn't mind. No, he didn't mind my mute song. D-Rob. D-Rob, I'm going to take care of you today. My mind is old. Good morning, Jeff McCullough. Mm. Good morning to everybody. Yeah. What you wowing about? What's what's your wow? He admitted it. He admitted it. Biden admitted it. He has COPD. Not COPD, but dementia, glaucoma, baby stroke, Alzheimer's, he admitted it. All right, Jay. Woo! Mm. Good morning, Mark Sean. Good morning, everybody. I'm going to tell you what else I, I have to admit. There's motherfuckers on the show that are a bit tarted, and I allow that to happen. Oh, hold on. My, my, my son's mom is fine. Hey, Zine. Uh, I'm good, how are you? Uh, 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 uh,
I need you to take the show for a minute, Ali. All right. Fred. What's going on with you, Fred? Uh, you feeling okay. good today on today's show? Yeah, I'm good, man. How you doing today, buddy? Um, your buddy today? Okay, cool. That's cool, man. That's a big change in you. Yeah, it's well, a big change in you. Huh? Every day is a good day. How you doing? Every day is a good day? Oh, okay. I'm always doing good. I don't have bad days at all. Never. You know, I don't I don't I don't claim bad days. I don't care what folks say or what they do or what they might try. You know what I mean? It's all up to me, brother. You know, so yeah. I'm always having a good day. I don't let nobody ruin nothing. Now I didn't say I didn't get mad. I don't get I didn't say I don't get mad, but even when I get mad I still don't have a bad day. Never. Do you ever think about getting even? No, I don't think about getting even. No. I'm not a I'm not a, a, a violent person in the community that wants to get even with people. Now I might call some folks out, you know what I mean? I ain't got no problem with calling folks out if I see something wrong. But uh right. other than that. I don't have to get even with nobody because I don't let folks up on me too close to have to get even with. Right. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. God dang. I'm going to tell you guys. Hey, Shadi, good morning. Good morning, Dale Bernie. It is, um, that was Venus. Venus King. My My one and only wife. Um, that's my oldest boy, Jay's mother. Good morning, Wally Wells. And um, her husband died a few years back. And she asked me to read the obituary. Sam was a wonderful guy. Me and Sam were good friends. Um, you know, um, because Sam was, you know, with my son's mother. And... Um, and, you know, he, you know, Sam he was around my son, so I had to know Sam. Sam was a, a decent man, good man. Good morning, Veronica. Good morning, Bernard. a matter of fact, when Sam and Venus had their son, Darius, I would say I was his uncle daddy. Good morning, Jeff Carlin. And sometimes me and Lori, who I was with, and Sam and Venus, and the kids, we would all go on vacations and stuff together because Venus loved Lori and Lori loved Venus. Well, Sam's mother died. And um, Kwame, who does our printing and stuff, is doing was doing her um, obituary. And Sam's sister was responsible for the obituary for picking them up. And her daughter OD's this morning, and she's dead. And now nobody can get in touch with the sister. Good morning, brother, you said. So that was Venus calling me to get, see if I had the number to Kwame to get the obituaries for the funeral. 
Good morning, Pauline. Yeah. So there are, um, and Venus is the greatest woman I've ever met in my life. I've never, I mean, she was, Venus was, um, Venus was, or is, the greatest mom because when my son was young and, you know, when mothers hang on to their boys, Venus, my son and me, we were, we were connected. So we were so connected that Venus allowed my son, no matter what was going on with us, to be with his dad. And when my son was 11, he came, 11, 12, he came to live with me. And that was Venus. Venus allowed, you know, allowed it to happen. She um, and she's just been a great mom, wonderful lady. So yeah, but a strong, strong lady, little bitty, four foot eleven, hundred and four pounder. But she a tough woman, little black, little beautiful. She's a beautiful. She looks like um. She's a beautiful version of Anita Baker. They were about the same size. Anita now, as you know, got all park Frankie, but. Venus didn't get Frankie. She's still a little lady. Um, <clears throat> hey, Jelena, good morning. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's, let me, uh, <laughs> Tim Watson, I used to have to drive Jay Little ass around with you till he went to sleep to drop off his, drop his ass off his head. <laughs> so when, when, when King was little, <clears throat> They plump when you cook them. Ballpark Frank, you know, like you know, they they this size and they so ballpark Frankie. Um, so when King was little, he would be with me, and then I would have to take him to his mom's house to go to sleep so he'd go to school, and um, and he would say, "No, I don't want to go to my mom." And so if um. So either Fred would have to drive him around because Fred drove the limo. So Fred would have to ride around with us until he went to sleep. Or if Tim, because we all played, Tim and I and friends, we used to play basketball at night. And so we used to have to drive him around before we could even go play basketball because it was really <laughs> 7, 8 o'clock at night. And so you have to drive, drive him around until he went to sleep because he would go to sleep in the car. And then I would take him to his mom's house. And, uh, but, yeah, outstanding woman. And she continues to, you know, she's always been uh, a leader in the family when it comes to family stuff, and she, she continues to do that. Cal King, my cousin Cal King, who, has a, a, who does printing in the Bay Area, just joined us. How you doing, Cal? Calvin. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, Ralphie. So, let me just say, when I say somebody's a ballpark Frank, it's because at one time, good morning, monkey, at one time they were skinny, and now they plumped as they've gotten cooked in the game of life. I should say in the pot of life. They cooked in the pot of life and got plump like a ballpark Frank because they plump when you cook them. Ballpark Frank. 
So, um, yeah. So the Club Nouveau record uh, went to different radio stations yesterday and uh, playing in different parts of, of the country. So wherever you live, if you if you one day you're listening to the radio and you hear the new Club Nouveau record, come on. It's not, a, you know, it's not your mind playing tricks on you. It's not your imagination. It's actually happening. The record is is coming out, and uh, and uh, a lot of people are saying that it's uh, gonna be a big record for us. Uh, they're saying it's a hit record. So, hey, JoJo Rand. Shake. 
Um, um, so, so the um, so they played it yesterday in Cleveland, and uh, so the way it works for radio is they have radio stations that they call reporting stations. Those stations report, uh, and they, they and their um, and their BDS or uh, some kind of tracking. So they 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 play the record. Uh, it's tracked how many times they play the record, and the record goes up the charts based on um, how much the record is played. Um, I don't know what station in Chicago yet, Mr. Les, because the record goes to radio. It's just starting to ship out to radio. They'll start playing it on Friday. So we'll know what stations added the record. And um, my, my promotion guy, Ken Wilson, I believe we're going to be in double digits, and so we'll we'll know. But it's it's pretty exciting, exciting time for somebody you know my age to continue to have records that are that are played on the radio, because as you know the music business is a young man's game, uh, young people. So if if as a and you know, I remember when when um, Carlos had his record and um is sound scan still used by record companies uh not sound scan uh because i'm sure there's a version of sound scan shoddy but not um not sound scan because you know there's not record stores so you know we don't have record stores the way we used to sound scan Whenever a record sold in a record store, you know, you would scan the barcode, but now the majority of sales are digital downloads or streaming. So, you know, um, so it's measured. The same thing measured a different way. How about that? Um, <clears throat> if, uh, if it takes out to the roof, uh, now just imagine, you guys, if, you know, the record – like it, it, it did what, what uh, Jeff said, and it took off through the roof. And then one day you guys came on Kings in the Morning, and then I was like, hello, everyone, welcome to Kings in the Morning. It's it's wonderful to have you. And and I had on an ascot, right? So I got an ascot on, and I'm speaking like this. Hello there, Brother Reverend Ali. Hello, Frederick. It's good to see you, fellas. And Joseph, nice to have you guys here today. Um, my son John just just uh, because now I, because I I go high for looting on you. Uh, uh, John, I'm going to be in um, I'm going to be in Orlando Friday night. We perform uh, Friday in, in the daytime. Uh, John Beckman, I can be pompous with my success if I want to. Um, they sent to Seattle Rainier Avenue. Um, <laughs> Mr. Elliott said he would laugh his ass off. Uh, uh, the song is not going to be the theme for the Academy Awards. Monkey, told a lie. You're going to hell. You're just always lying about shit. See, I can't even get pompous because you motherfuckers would just pull me right back down again. By the way, um, um, I am. Um, we're going to be in a movie. 
uh, I believe uh, Nasty Ness in Seattle started playing a record as well, so fish a lot. Jay's all wearing gold chains, big ass peaky ring, a grill, dressed in purple and <laughs> Oh, uh, can I go to the Grammys with you when it's if it's nominated? If you if it was nominated, John Beckman, you could go to the Grammy with me. You could. No, Jay King. If you be high saluting, I, I'm gonna be high saluting right there with you because if the record blow up, that mean I'm gonna get a little something, and I'm gonna be like, "Hello there, Jay. Uh, uh, we're high saluting, saluting together. I uh, appreciate you and uh, thank you for pumping my name up." <laughs> I got a call about you this morning, Ali. I got uh-huh. a call about you this morning. I got what a call happened? about you this morning. Um, somebody who listens to the show said, "Hey, man, I just want to know why? Why do the guys that call into the show? Why are they so angry, Ali in particular?" Oh. Okay. Well, I'm not angry. Whoever it was. Uh... I, I'm not angry at all. It's just uh, my radio thing, how I do it. Uh, when I was a little kid, I, I talked him, a lot I, of I said, shit. I told him, I said, you know, this is a radio show. A lot of it, a lot of this is radio. And he said, so after we talked for a while, he was like, man, I got to say, man, if that's radio, man, you guys, I mean, you guys do the radio, you guys do great radio because he had me convinced. I said, yeah, I said, have you seen Ali? Ali is actually a nice guy. I said Ali, and I said a lot of a lot of those guys. I said, you know, one year Reese went on an ass kicking tour. You know, he was going to kick everybody ass. Remember that time he went on his ass kick? Remember? Yeah. Because um, a, a potter named it Reese's ass kicking tour. Yeah. <clears throat> and then and, yeah, Reese. and Reese's ass kicking tour was going to start with with Kente. And then when they yeah. saw each other, all they did was hug and turn on each other. They were like two little kittens. Two little kittens. Kente was offering uh, Reese and Rosie some of his cake that he had at the pizza, California Pizza Kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were going to do a threesome at one point. You mean me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said they're about to have a damn threesome. Yeah, these niggas is all cool. But you know, your folks. Let me tell you something, Jay. Folks, and, and a lot of folks in life, they don't know how to have fun. They don't know when they hear things that, that are, are serious or not. You know, people they don't know how to laugh. They don't know how to joke. They don't even know how to act. You know, they just well, miserable, I mean, man. A lot of people think you don't know how to act and stuff. Joe, Joe well, I know, Little. But, oh, my God. First uh, of all, let me tell you guys, Joe Little just joined us. Joe Little, thank you, sir. Joe Little said he loved a new single. Joe Little is the lead singer of the Rule Boys. It's written uh, all over your face. You don't oh, have yeah. to say a word. Yeah, that's, he that's buddy. man. Joe, thank you, Joe. Um, he, he, he know Buddy Banks? Um, yeah, you know, of course. Joe, okay, Joe okay. is the man. I know, um, but sometimes they be they be changing, Veronica. you know. 
Veronica, they they're gonna it ships if it's an urban radio station, the record is shipped to it. So yeah, man. Was that was that a man or a woman that called you about us being so angry? It was a, it was <laughs> it was a guy. It was a it was a friend yeah. of mine. He you know he listened to the show often, and he was like, mm-hmm. man, why do they always why are they always so angry? And I said, uh, well, why don't you call his name? Why don't really you call angry. his name out, Jay? Why don't you call his name out, Jay? But you let him, you let you let you let him call us out. Call him out, Jay. Because you motherfuckers be fucking up, y'all. Because he don't. I'm going to show up on that nigga front doorstep. Joe Little said, do I know Buddy Banks? Why wouldn't I? Oh, yeah, that's my dude, man. Buddy, my dude, mm-hmm. man. You know, sometimes groups change singers and stuff like that. You know, so I didn't know if he was new or old. Or, no, no. You he, know, I don't know. I said he was. I said he was. The, he's the original Singer. Oh, okay. He is the lead okay. singer of Written All Over My Face. Right. Right on then, brother. Did you know Buddy passed away? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Ali? No, I didn't know. I didn't know that. No, Joe, he didn't know. That's how. That's how out of loop he is. Well, you know, you know, I knew him. I knew him in North Hollywood when he used to come with Val Young. Gerald 
or if he just got him signed to a deal, but he got him signed to a deal. And um, I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, um, Joe can tell you better than I can. Um, but this is a funky business. And I tell you guys that all the time, you know, it's a, it's a funky business. And, uh, and part of the game is making sure that, 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 that funky shit don't get on you. Cause it's a, it's a lot of motherfuckers just trying to throw funky shit on you cause it's a funky game. And, uh, um, and you know, I don't know what happens to to the talent where where people when the, the talent gets lost in the sauce. But guys like Joe that can just sing, my attitude to them is, you know, keep singing, keep writing songs, especially in the business we live in now. In the business you, we live in now, you, you know, you know, there was a time when. You know, you had to say you were a certain age. That the business, the business made you be a certain age. You couldn't say your real age. There was a time when the game, um, uh, um, John Beckman, John Beckman, um, Joe. Forgive John Beckman. John Beckman is a white man who, from time to time, his his prejudices and and uh, biases and his funky shit come out. He don't mean nothing. Hello, Joe Little. My name is Joe Mama, and it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. That's some. See now, John Beckman is the motherfucker that would get his ass whooped by black folk and that's how he would learn. He would learn by fire. He the moment he would get stumped and then everybody would say, Man, why is he getting stumped like that? Why are they doing that to that man? Because they don't know that this motherfucker's a, a habitual line crosser. And but but so by the time John Beckman got grown, he would have his teeth missing and shit like that. He'd have scars all in his face. But he would be a good person for black folk. To, to point to, to say, that's, that's John Beckman, and, you know, he's a friend of mine. Uh, I, and, and, John, if you learned, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have said, my name is Joe Mama. You wouldn't have said no shit like that. Because I'm telling you right now, Joe Little is from Cleveland. And if you said that shit in front of him, he'd have slapped taste out of your mouth, which means that your taste buds would um, – would be a long time coming back, and rightfully so. Uh, and I, I don't know if this is Joe's first time. I don't know if he's still here. I don't know if he even heard you say it, but I'm going to tell him if he didn't. I'm going to tell him this kind of shit you said, so if, if he ever come back and he see your ass, he he start right with the foot stomping. So why you won't let us know who the dude is that talked about us? So if we see his ass, he didn't talk, we can start foot stomping. He didn't talk about you. First of all, he he didn't talk about you. He did. You he just said he did. You just said he mentioned no, he my said, name. Were you angry? He wanted to know if you were angry. Well, I want him to ask me. Why, why, let him call me and ask angry? me, Jay. Because the motherfucker don't know you. 
But he shouldn't be talking hey, about me if he don't know me then. Hey, if he don't know me, hey. next time hey, he talking to that nigga, tell him to hey, keep his mother. Tell motherfucking ass is on mute. Mike motherfucking now. That's oh, why your I'm punk sorry. ass is on mute. I'm Good sorry. morning, Ray. I have a, I have this a deeper question. He, want, he make himself angry. He going to work up anger in himself. This motherfucker didn't have nothing to be angry about. The motherfucker was just wearing an ascot and some other shit. Cause the song was going up the charts. Now this motherfucker, he just he just angered himself. Um, Good morning, I'm sorry, I, I, Go ahead. Please. I had a deeper question. Um, in one breath, you just said that John Beckman was your friend, but in another breath, did you just say you would snitch on your friend? Did I hear you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me, cause I, because because I am a good friend. Let me explain something to you. Uh, because you run tell that. Good friend I am. I want I want him to get his ass whooped in a controlled environment. Oh, I don't want him so, out so he Hilly get his ass whooped. I'd rather his ass get whooped in a controlled environment where I can at least say, "Yo, Joe, get come on, man, that's enough." The motherfucker. So don't you want to talk that. about habitual instigators? That sounds like you, my friend. Wow. No, Good not a habitual. No, <laughs> no, not a habitual. Sir, instigator. that's the definition of an instigator. A, a, a great teacher. A great teacher, teaching a motherfucker how to stay within the lines yes, and sir. confines of, of, of yes, you know. Yes, sir. You've anointed yourself as the as the teacher here. I get it. But you're That's still right. instigating. You know. You're instigating. Now, Jay, let me fight. ask you a question. Now, Jay, would you Go would you film the ass whooping? Huh? You know fucking no, well he would. No. I'm he not, would. No, I'm not filming. <laughs> No, not, not only am I not filming an ass whooping, I'm not letting your uh, rhinoceros ass film it either. That's why you're well, dumb ass on mute. If you wouldn't film the fight, J. King, would you run tell everybody about the fight? Because apparently that seems no. to be an M.O. No, I'm not going to run. Good morning, Cal Williams. I'm not running to tell wow, everybody about the fight. Stop it. Because I'm, I'm doing it to help my friend, to teach my friend yes. what the fuck to do and not to do. Motherfucker, you out of line. But that's between me and you. What just took place? Yeah, this ass whooping you just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, whatever he wants. Yeah, you got you got to watch it, man. You got to watch it because Joe just lost his mom like a couple weeks ago. So you got to watch it. Which that, means you know, what? No offense, to, you know, and condolences to him losing his mom. But what the hell's that have to do with anything? Well, well you got I mean, John people Beckman are people said. Are people John are Beckman said. Um, hey Joe, nice to meet you. My name is Joe Mama. That don't mean nothing about his mother. So what? So what? Okay. Listen. So what if? But whether okay, it so does or not, Reese, whether it does or not, if you do something to trigger a motherfucker, for his foot to fly in your ass, everything that you did to trigger like... might make his well, foot Reece, fly in your ass. Hold on, Reece, your mm-hmm. mother. Still, I'll deal with you in a second. Reece. But J King, didn't you say Reece, one of the biggest problems we have living. now? Is the fact that dudes is real sensitive right now? Reese, 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 say some shit about my mama and, and see how sensitive I get. He didn't say anything about his mama. He just used the hey, phrase man, whether Joe he did Mama. Or not, he said Joe Mama. So Joe he mama. can't even say the word Mama. My name is Joe Mama. No, Reese don't understand because his mama's right. still living. He don't understand. Nigga. No, Reese don't understand because no, Reese is par for the course. We say Reece Reece understand. Is a white dude. Reece understand. We say Reece that is motherfucker understand that, that, that is a white dude. He's sounding. He's he's talking like white dudes talk. He don't get it. As a white dude, Reese, I get it. Wow. Um, John Beckman said well, we said that all the time in our community growing up, Jay. Nothing about that was disrespectful. 
Nothing about that is disrespectful in your community, John Beckman. Everything about that is disrespectful in our community, and mm-hmm. there could be a foot and an ass connected mm-hmm. together, and that foot could be somebody else's, and that ass would be yours, and they would be mm-hmm. connected because of that right there. Good morning, Rodney Abernathy. But, but you didn't warn uh, him uh, a few times. Ali didn't warn him a few uh, times. Uh, Everybody didn't tell him that's just to knock that bullshit off. Graham said, I really thought that our therapy session for two hours, five days a week would soften him up a little bit and let him see he can join the crowd and laughter and joy and peace and information and music, but no luck there. And I've been here for a few years. So I'll, I give up on waiting for it to happen. You can just stay mad. Now, who are you talking about, <laughs> Christy Graham? Because we're talking about John Beckman with his, somebody's foot in his ass right now. Mr. Elias <laughs> said, you full of shit, Reese. Back in the day, it was a slight towards your mother. No, he, uh, good morning, more, more, of, uh, more of it. Um, Reese is not full of shit, Mr. Elias. Reese is white, and he just, and, wow. and Reese, you know, Where did Reese, Reese just, you know, and he, yeah, Reese, Reese, that's how he eats. I, wanted him, I wanted him to ask oh. that question. You know, his mom is still living. So if his mom When was are you gone, going to stop using Reese is white as a pejorative? I thought you didn't hate on people. I'm not race. using it as a pejorative, Reese. I'm using it. So why do you I'm keep mentioning it? Because the white people think people alike. People are thinking that you, people are saying that you full of shit. Like you know okay, better. Okay, let me tell, can let me respond to the people who are saying better. that I'm. As a white let dude, me respond to them. You don't know better. Let me respond Just to like them. Just like John Beckman, as a white dude, let, you guys are playing by the. But, Jay, you guys are, but when you get into Jay, urban space, you better Jay, be careful. Let me respond to the people who say I'm full of shit. May I? No, okay. you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. Okay. Jay, Jay why are you letting these niggas talk over you and don't put them on mute? Okay. Excuse me. Those of you who are trying to say I'm full of shit, help me. Let me help you. Help yourself. Listen, you faggot ass, pussy dick bitch motherfuckers. He said Joe Mama because his name was Joe. Not because he knew his mother died. Not because he had any inference towards his mother. And you sensitive pussy, faggot ass niggas. Whether he did or not, motherfucker, he said the wrong thing. He might, it, good morning, Veronica Burks. Good morning, um, Lynn, Alley Cat. Um, playing the dozens with the wrong motherfuckers could get your teeth knocked out. Now, you know that, Reese. Even a white dude like you know playing the dozens with the wrong motherfuckers could get you um, clubber lamed. Well, good you morning, know, Renee that, that dude that was asking about me was playing First the dozens. First it got me shot at. He was in my lifetime, because I said something about somebody's about, mother. Uh, let me just say, the motherfucker that was asking about you ain't a motherfucker you want to be fucking with anyway. Well, so how you know, nigga? I ain't scared of no you. motherfucking body, nigga. Put his I name out there, nigga. I, I know you are. That's why I'm a dumbass. Like I said, you wanted to get yourself riled up because Reese is riled up. So rile your ass back down, nigga, and sit down. You sound silly now. Come uh, on. Leonard Hamilton said, you saving Reese's life, and he need to recognize it. Lee Fletcher said, Reese also called his own mama a bigger bitch. Actually, <laughs> bigger bitch. first of all, that's not what I said. And again, stop misquoting me. And it was 12 years ago, and you still can't get the quote right. I never called her anything. So it shows how much you listen. You're the dumbest motherfuckers in the world. And you again, if you really want to show everybody how sensitive you are, you're really picking and choosing. You're mad at Beckman because of what he said, and now you're creating a fucking fantasy. Knock it off. 
You sound stupid. All of you. Jay, Lighten the stop fuck hiding, up. niggas, Jay. Shit. <laughs> wow. And, and calling me white is, is showing your true racism. Oh, Reese is white. That's why you think Reese, that I'm way. Oh, well, you're black. Well, I'm you're not calling you white. white. I just want Reese, to the what are hey, you Jay. talking about? Reese, you said that your hey, my white friends say I'm the whitest guy. I'm whiter than them. Mary, your wife called you white. You, you That ain't his you, wife. That ain't his wife. It, it was his wife. She called him Long white. Long time ago. She said he was white. He he uh, Reese when Reese Reese want to be white when at his convenience motherfucker don't come on here saying you motherfucking white and then when we call you white I'll say you can get out of the pejorative fuck you 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 think you white when you over there at the police commission meeting nigga now, I'm gonna tell you when you I'm gonna tell you when you white you ain't never motherfucking white you an ignorant motherfucker that's why your ignorant ass is on mute. With the other ignorant motherfucker. Now let me straighten. Good morning, Perk Mass. Let me straighten some shit out on this motherfucking show. I'm saving my friend John Beckman from Talk getting a good ass Get day. that ass. Talk to him. Answer him. Answer him. <laughs> I'm saving my good friend John Beckman from saying the wrong shit one day and getting his ass whooped. He has already said it, Jay. It's too late. They looking no, for him no, and Reed. Let them keep I'm on. I'm talking about in real time. I'm, I'm talking okay. about in real time, friend. Keep playing on this in fucking radio, time, man. It's the motherfuckers that's... Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can I forgive, but you can't forgive. Remains, I don't give a shit how often you put me on mute. I know me. <laughs> How, how, Jay, how did you, Jay, how did you get on the police commission instigating fights the way you do, nickel? I, I, look, I ain't trying to hear all that dumb shit. Well, fuck, he can put him out just as fast. He can put him out just as fast. He can, he can talk the police down and the niggas down at the same time. You and they, they walk away shit. and go get some chicken. Motherfucker. They, they have barbecues. The police come to the hold hood and have guys, barbecues Reece and buy the barbecue hold now. Hold on, you guys. Reese wants to defend the white chief. John Beckman said, why is it when everyone on this radio show call me a cracker and the N-word, it's okay. But when I throw an innocent joke in, it's the end of the world. You all are soft Word motherfuckers. Up. <laughs> Word up. It's <laughs> not, it's Word it's up. not Word innocent, up. man. You talking about a motherfucker's mama, dumbass. Six eyes. Yeah. I come on this show. Six eyes. I come on this show, John and I fucking go I'm after. I'm going to put your dumb ass on mute. John Beckman. Thank you. I'm saving your life. I'm your friend. <laughs> Reese ain't your friend. See, Reese, hey, Reese, first of all, a motherfucker jump on you, Reese ain't going to help out. At all. Reese ain't helping out. I mean, Reese is going to do shit like, hey, guys, cut it out. Come on, man. No, not, no. Hey, guys, stop. That motherfucker running to the Come car on. with his, he, he trying to get his key in the fucking door. He getting his key in the fucking door and moving real fast. Hey, Fred, 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 shut your ass up when Jay is acting, nigga. Damn. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay, so <laughs> Jay King, Jay King, we ever been into a fight together? You don't even Ooh. know. Like, no. Stop lying. Ooh. Now, what was you saying, Reese? Now, 
You know goddamn well that on this show we have said some real, real foul shit to each other. I go after your blindness and the whole nine yards. You, everybody God knows. Damn right, you motherfucker. Everybody this, knows. Listen, John this Becker. guy that's not on the show, Reese. Joe oh, I, Little is on the show. He's the guy that. What does that mean? What does that mean? What it means is this. I'm trying to say what I'm doing, Reese. I'm doing something that you won't do. John is Beckman is my friend. Okay, fine. I'm you, telling okay, you, listen, listen virtue signal a little minute, Beckman but don't you tell people when it comes to black folk. This is as black as John Beckman has ever been. Okay, <sighs> you say <laughs> when people John come Beckman to the show. In, John Beckman is in deep in the black world. This is a Jay, deep in the black world. John okay, Beckman, fine. Okay. Tell me if I'm lying. This is a no, deep in the black world as John Beckman has ever been. Uh, I guess. So I'm I trying guess, to but make I, I'm sure trying to say something to you, Jay. The deeper he gets in the black world, that John Beckman's a big mind, not his CTE mind, okay. that his big mind kick in and say, oh, shit. Okay, Jay. now that I'm deep in the black world, I got there's some other things. Uh, All right, Jay, so, can you hear me out for two seconds? You warn people when they yeah. come to the show. You even post it on Facebook. You say, morning, if you're not ready, you say, it can get wild, it can get crazy. So Joe is I you. do, but I'm saving my friend right now. Fuck the people for listening. What? I'm talking about John Beckman. Now, you're I don't like, want John Beckman him to be what? with me one day because John Beckman is getting deeper in the black world. That okay, means but that what are you saving him from? We're going to be deeper. So let's just say, let's just say that we in Del Paso Heights. And John Beckman says to somebody, hey, my name is um, – John meets somebody and says, hey, man, my name is Joe. And John says, oh, hey, my name is Joe, Joe Mama. Now I'm in – now I'm in – John Beckman, at that moment when he says that, now that shit going down, I can't jump in. Because John Beckman said, what did I say, Joe Jay? Mama? What did I say? What did I say wrong? What did I do? <laughs> don't want to can I, can, okay, hold I on. Can we just make I sure? Gotta let it, I got to let the ass whooping happen, and then I got to sit Jay? John down and say, John, you can't say <laughs> Joe Mama. But if John, but if John, if I said it ahead of time, and oh the guy said, hey, man, my name is Joe, and John said, oh, Okay, hey, my name is John. Now John Beckman and I are riding back to the to the safe spot, and John is saying, man, I'm sure glad you told me about not saying Joe Mama, that Joe Mama joke, because I, it was in my head, but I knew not to say it. He never heard the joke. Jay then says he's going to tell Joe, and the joke and that. <laughs> So let's make sure I get this right. Joe never hears the joke. Jay says, I'll tell Joe. I don't know if he heard it. I don't know if he's here or not. Oh, I'm not finished, Jay. Just let me finish the sentence. Dave's going to beat your ass, Reese. nigga. You worry about your own ass. Joe never heard that. You're not sure if Joe heard the joke. I'm going to tell Joe he said the joke so that Joe can whip his ass so that John can be saved. Nigga, please. <laughs> Good morning, Virgil. You know no, you do. I sound, you, you're contradicting no, no. yourself in the Let sentence. Let me tell you what I sound like, Reese. No, Reese, I'm going to tell you what I sound like. I sound like a motherfucker talking and you not talking because I got your dumb ass on mute. That's what I sound like. Oh, mm-hmm. you, in the morning. Um, 
Why are you saving that nigga that was talking about me, Jay? January 24th, the motherfucker wasn't talking about you. He wasn't talking about you, talking about the whole show. Are you angry, motherfucker? Why he mentioning my name, though, Jay? Why are you hiding the nigga? He didn't mention your name. I did. I said you was the angriest, but it ain't real. I'm the motherfucker that said your name. So you, it was you, huh? It's all good. Okay, yeah, Jay, I see how you do it. I see how you do it, nigga. <laughs> today is Wednesday, J- January 24th, 2024. I'm doing the daily word, and a Brother Reverend Ali is doing the word of the day, okay? The daily word is sunshine, S-U-N-S-H-I-N-E. Um, shit, maybe I should do the, the, the word of the day, too. Doing both, Jay. The sun shines around me and within me. How wonderful it is to see and feel sunlight streaming through the windows as the day begins. The sun's brightness and warmth drive out darkness and lessen the harshness of the cold. More than that, sunshine brightens my outlook, making the day feel full of possibilities and me feel as though anything is possible. Just like the sun, there's brightness and warmth within me. Sometimes the clouds of pessimism and doubt obscure this light, and the coldness of resentment and unforgiveness temper my warmth. But the sun within me never stops shining. As I clear the clouds through faith and forgiveness, my divine light breaks through, blessing me as well as all those I meet. Today's Bible verse is Revelation 22.5. And there will be no more night. They need no light of lamp or sun, for the God, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. Brother Reverend Ali, what is the word of the day? The word of J-O-G is vote, V-O-T-E. And the definition for vote is a formal indication of a choice between two or more candidates or courses of action. Let me see if I can use that in a sentence. Some of these sorry-ass politicians prey on the vote of my community just to make sure they ass get a pension plan when they leave office. Vote. Wow. Um, speaking of vote, yesterday, um, Donald Trump put um, put both feet and uh, and and, and um, <laughs> Kaylee, what's her name? Nikki uh, Haley. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah, and her ass, and she still she <laughs> she still is saying shit like, "Oh, we're really doing good." Just. Uh, we you know, we've got momentum, and <laughs> but that's you know, and you know, there's no racism, but she won't use her whole name. She won't use her whole Indian name. <laughs> John Beckman said, "Man, a lot of foots and asses today." <laughs> John Beckman, we're gonna make you the marshal of the foot and ass parade. And then and we'll have a big float of you, and it'll say Beckman, and then it'll say, um, and then it'll say Joe's foot, 
and it'll be a, a, a you know, and it'll be and, it, and then shit coming out your ass. It'll be a beautiful <laughs> photo. Wow. <clears throat> um, do you think do you think Nikki Haley Reese will make it past South Carolina? No, Nick, uh, Nikki Haley is she's already moved on. You know the next. Uh, primary and caucus is in Nevada. She's already pulled out of that, so she's going straight to South Carolina. She's hoping that she gets enough donors to fund her campaign that she can secure That's South I Carolina. You, I said South Carolina. I said, do you think she'll make it past South Carolina? No, South Carolina is going to be the bellwether in her campaign. If she can't win her own state, she's a wrap. She could try it, but then even if she stays, what does that mean? It means that the big donors don't want Donald Trump. And we already found that out yesterday when the audio was released of, of uh, Jeff DeWitt trying to get Carrie Lake out of the race by bribing her. Turns out that the big wigs in the GOP don't want Donald Trump to win it all. Uh, and they're under the impression that they want to get one of their own malleable candidates. So the GOP has pretty much, with the exception of Ronna McDaniel, who publicly said Nikki Haley needs to drop out, but I think that's bullshit. Um, I think the GOP doesn't want Trump to run because they know they can't control him. So in that audio tape of Carrie Lake and uh, Joe DeWitt, uh, I think proves it. Wow. So 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 there is so because I really thought the GOP, um, you know, wanted they, they wanted Trump, but to, to hear them say to know that I think with the leak with the um, Leak tapes. You now kind of see what a battle is. Oh yeah. Why, why oh, you, without a doubt. What, and why do you think? Why do you think that is? Is it because they think Donald Trump has too much influence and that he's not following the the agenda? Or um, well, that's do you yeah. think that? Um, yes, I'm I'm going to say all of the above, but I'll say the the core thing is the donor class and the and the elite class in the GOP. The globalist class. If you listen to that audio by Kerry Lake, what does she say? She says, well, this is a globalist agenda. I'm not for that. He goes, well, you know, that's, that's what they want. So the GOP, you know, and you, I, I'll use Janet, Janet Marie's old uh, adage that, you know, they're two birds of the same, you know, they're two wings on the same bird. And it's true. The donor class and the elite class of the GOP is no different than that of the DNC. They want what they want. And their candidate must follow their rules. They know that Donald Trump doesn't give two shits about their rules. And he's going to govern for the people. They don't want that. So they want him out. And that's uh, why Nikki Haley is still in his race. Janet Marie said Trump is beginning to suffer from long-term COVID. <laughs> yeah, okay. But the bottom line is, is that, and everybody knows it, and I think it's been exposed now, that um, Donald Trump and 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 others who are against the establishment are going to be gone after. Um, John Beckman said, "Fuck the Republicans and the Democrats. Both cults are fucked up." I agree. I agree. I, I literally but last night you, after so, I heard that so tape. Reese, why wouldn't you support Robert Kennedy Jr.? Well, I'll tell you. As I said last night on my show, I am officially out of the Republican Party, but I'm not an independent. I am a conservative. And I believe that there should be a conservative party, not a Republican party. If you want to be a Republican, be a Republican. That means, in my view, you're an establishment party person. I will vote for Republicans who vote for my ideals. But if you're establishment, I won't vote for you. I will actually sit out the election. If you're a Nikki Haley and she is the candidate, I'll sit out this election. Um, 
so so you don't you don't look at um you don't look at uh Robert F Kennedy Jr no. as a uh he's a liberal um Jelena said I was living in Washington state visiting the zoo a toddler and a stroller pointed to me saying mama look at that darky I said to the mother it's you who should be beaten for teaching that baby disrespect for life. Uh, Janet Marie said, I've never had COVID, not once. My mind is clear as a bell. So um, No one accused you of having long COVID. I will, I will, I will accuse you of having long stupid because nobody accused you of that. <laughs> I hear a fuck you, he's coming. Um, I know there is. <laughs> Janet Marie said it takes a lot of detoxification to get it completely out of your system. <laughs> I'm sure it does. So I'm sure it does. Let's talk about what's happening right now in sports. Adrian Griffin, who was a first-time coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, who um, are ranked number two in the Eastern Conference with a 30-13 and 13 record. Uh, um, and um, a lot of people are crying foul. Good morning, Chili and Gucci. A lot of people are crying foul. You know, um, the whole racism thing is coming up. People are thinking because he was a black coach. So I'm going to read something to you guys. Uh, because I keep telling you, motherfuckers, you gotta quit running to race. You gotta quit, stop making race your first stop off. Because what happened to him has nothing to do with race. As a matter of fact, when you have uh, a Giannis on your team as a leader, a coach like that can't get fired without the leader of the team saying, get rid of his ass. So I'm going to read you guys why he got fired. By firing head coach Adrian Griffin, the Milwaukee Bucks have announced Mm -hmm. that they value process over results. The Bucks are currently 30 and 13, tied for the second best record in the NBA. So, at a glance, it would appear all is well in Milwaukee. But Griffin's first year as a head coach has been mired by frayed relationships, a botched defensive system, and head scratching in game decisions that made the franchise's star players believe. He's not capable of leading them to a championship. I'll read that again for the people who don't hear well. Well, In-game decisions that made the franchise's star players, players believe he's not capable of leading them to a championship. Griffin's issues began during training camp when he reportedly clashed with assistant head coach Terry Stotts 
in front of the entire team, which caused Stotts to resign a few days later. At the time, sources said that Griffin felt that he was being undermined by Stotts, who was the longtime head coach of new Buck star Damian Lillard in Portland. Stotts was brought in to mentor Griffin, a rookie head coach, but the two never saw eye to eye on scheme or philosophy, both of which have been running problems for the Bucks all season. After finishing near the top of the league in defensive ratings for years under the old coach with a more conservative scheme defined by Brooke Lopez and Giannis protecting the rim, Griffin instead installed a scheme that resembled what the Toronto Raptors were, where he was previously an assistant coach, and they had recently run. But that scheme worked because of the Raptors' young, lengthy personnel. It never fit for the Bucks. Lopez defended higher in pick and rolls, and bigs like Giannis and Bobby Portis were often asked to trap or blitz ball handlers. The new scheme was meant to generate more turnovers, but instead the Bucks were being absolutely shredded. Points were being hemorrhaged at the rim, in part due to a lack of size instead of inside and the loss of Drew Holiday's elite premier defense. Just a few games into the season, veteran leaders asked Griffin to put Lopez back into a drop like he played when he was an annual all-defensive candidate under Budenhauser. Griffin listened. Lopez had been back in the drop coverage ever since. But Giannis and Porter are still switching screens with far greater frequency. So this thing continues to go on. It talks about the, um, it talks about the uh, loss of confidence. And when you lose the confidence of your team, when you lose the confidence of your star leadership, hey, Nikki, good morning. Um, I called you the other day for a reason. I'll call you after the show. Um, you um, run the risk of, uh, of losing a, champ- a possible championship season. So this is why they got rid of uh, Griffin had nothing to do with race, had nothing to do with giving, not giving a black man a chance. So just imagine, so in their minds, they're saying, look, we've done everything wrong, but because we have such elite talent, we're still the second best record in all of the NBA. We should be the best. We should be head and shoulders above people. We're losing games we shouldn't lose. We're playing a defense we shouldn't play. Uh, uh, Leonard uh, Hamilton said, a good coach needs to foster buy-in to, to develop a team. Relationship building matters. And, um, you know, and he was a rookie coach. And so <clears throat> they put um, – so, you know, at, at first glance, it looked as though um, – it looked as though Doc Rivers – was taking advantage of yet another situation because if I had to put an adjective on Doc Rivers as a coach, I would say sucks um, because he does 
suck as a coach. Um, and you saw that he had one, you know, he won one NBA championship, and that was that. I, I would have loved to have seen Mark Jackson coach this team. I think Mark Jackson would have been a great coach for this team, but I really think he'd be a great coach for the Lakers, which is where I would love to see him. So tell me what well, you got. He, 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 well, you know, Mark Jackson can't stop hitting on women uh, assistant coaches, so he, he his relation wouldn't help the Lakers. Yeah. What? So you're saying, are you saying he can't stop hitting on uh, assistant coaches or female assistant coaches because it's if it's female probably, assistant coaches, probably then, both. Then you put. <laughs> <laughs> if it's just assistant coaches, you're real yeah, classic. There's probably a problem with that. <laughs> but if it's just female, you just don't bring female coaches. Uh, Jana Marie said, uh, "Doc Rivers deserves another chance." Um, Jana Marie, the fact that you even say that lets me know. Do you know how many chances this motherfucker done had? Yeah. So you exactly. giving him another chance to flush some team down the toilet? Doc Rivers sucks as a coach. Sorry. Um, Leonard Hamilton said, "Mark Jackson is the best coach of our time. He's the best coach of our time that's not coaching. He's the best coach of our time that is not coaching for certain. Mark Jackson is the one who turned the corner for the Warriors, a team that nobody believed in, saw coming." He let them. He let those guys play. He, he let Steph Curry shoot from wherever he wanted to. He told Steph, "You can shoot from wherever you want to, if you believe you can make it." And that's how the game opened up. The game opened up because of Mark Jackson's coaching style and because of um, uh, 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 Steph Curry's ability to shoot. And now people can shoot from damn near the half court line, and ain't nobody saying nothing. Well, why? Why they won't give him another chance, Jay? If he all that. And because, because um, Mark, because if we're going to be honest, because black coaches can't do what white coaches do and think it's okay. Um, what white Mr. coaches Elliot do? Said, I'm, they can hit on women, you know, and, and do different things and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Elliott said, I thought Mark got fired because of his stance against gay marriage, his religious belief. Well, it was twofold, um, Mr. Elias, from what I understand. Obviously, I wasn't there. I don't know. From what I understand, um, he said things about gay people and gay marriages, and there were um, there was a president of uh, of the um, Warriors organization that was gay. Mark also had, um, he was a bit handsy and he had relationships with other, with other women in the organization. Uh, and, and, and that's right, Dale, Dale Bernie and he, he and Bone Johnson were active and, you know, and you can't be, you can't be, Activating Bone Johnson, being married and dealing with people, probably white women too, and you know, and so they 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 put that they put that locker stop on him. Good morning, um, Professor Keone. So it's sad, but 
if you really want to put Mark Jackson, if you want to if you really want to put the kibosh on there, just make Mark Jackson the WNBA coach. Ain't no fine dimes over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jelena Johnson said yesterday. I heard a person speak about the possibility of Gavin Newsom announcing his presidential intentions August fifteenth. Do you think that will happen? Jelena, let me just say this. Whoever said that was smoking some of that wacky tobacco that Brother Youssef has because that would be the dumbest thing in the world to launch a presidential campaign on August 15th. He can't, it, it can't be for the Democratic Party because Joe Biden is that their nominee. So it would have to be for another party. And August, September, October, November, that would give him 90 days to win, which would be the dumbest thing in the world. So let me just do this right here. Who told you, whoever told you that? Um, Leonard Hamilton said um, that Mark Jackson taught them how to practice right and move without the ball and change agent that moved back. Uh, he was a change agent that moved basketball to another level. Um, Jana Marie said sports and fucking go together. John Beckman said fuck oh, Gavin Newsom too. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Janet is funny. Sports hey, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Six Eyes, you, uh, you, you seem to be upset because I made that rag about the WNBA. What team does Brittany Griner play on? Uh, I don't know, Reese. Ah, uh, there you go. Thank she, you. She's the most famous WNBA player, and you don't even know what team she's on. <laughs> but wow, she, what a fan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she got she got famous for what the wrong reason. She got what she a got fan. For the wrong no, reason. no, she was a good she was a good bat. She was famous when she was a good basketball player. What are you talking about? I'm, again, I'm just trying to say all these people who are defending the WNBA, you can't name who, like, what did Bill Burr say? He goes, all these women who have celebrated the WNBA, name your top five all-time basketball players in the WNBA. <laughs> well, Lisa, and Leslie, Lisa Leslie was good and Cheryl Swoops now, now when one. they were in the NBA. Yeah, four they, more they to go. I, I don't four know more. anybody else. That's right. Okay. All right. Uh, Janet Marie said, but don't get caught. Ask Kobe because Vanessa was whooping his ass. There's no ethics involved in sports. It's brutal. Vanessa was not whooping Kobe's ass. <laughs> Janet Marie said, well, I don't know. Remember we did the Kobe Bryant? Yeah, but she wasn't whooping his ass. Um, Janet Marie said Kobe called 911. He ain't called nine one one. Now, if, now I ain't on, fucking with you today, Janet. So, so, yeah, Janet you, be saying you, okay. sometimes she say some crazy shit, Jay. You you gotta let your wife know what's going on. And she, Janet Marie, get uh, your uh, mimosa this morning. Janet Marie said Kobe called nine one one crying. Um, Professor no, he Keone didn't. said. Professor Keone said, King, you're spot on about his sexual activities while he was the head coach at the Golden State. Very good source inside of the organization shared that information with me. And Janet Marie said, yes, he did. We just got our uh, 
Pull up Kobe 911 call. Okay, let me. Jennifer Marie wants me to pull up the Kobe Bryant 911 call. And, um, yes, and while he's looking for that, I want you to give me your top five New York Liberty players of all time. <laughs> I'll start you off. <laughs> Diana Taurasi. <laughs> and where did Diana Taurasi go to college? I think he's... Um... No one? No one? Wait, now I'm, Connecticut? I, Was it Connecticut? That's what I'm talking about. UConn. That's right. UConn Women's Championship of 2004. That's right. Again, I hate the WNBA, and I can name the top five. <laughs> so, so, you, so you're giving yourself a pat on the back because you can do that? No, what I'm saying is, is that there are all these people who want to defend the WNBA and can't name all of the things I'm just asking. You can't even name five players. How are you defending something you don't watch and don't support? Well, they're defending it because of women, Jay, uh, Reese. I understand. Yo, yo dude, I, trust me, I understand that. Okay? It's like a knee-jerk reaction to supporting shit you don't support. I get it. They support They support women. What are you talking about they don't support? They support what, no, the no, women they that play. They support women, but how, how much are you supporting it? They, they don't care the what the women are doing. They don't care. They're supporting women all the way around the world, Reese. Yeah, they don't I'm care like, what no, they're doing. But shouldn't you like know what they're supporting? They're good athletes. They're good athletes. Support them the same way you would support the NBA. Like, if I were to ask any of them who your top five NBA players – they would sit here and argue all day about their top five. They would go through Kobe versus MJ versus LeBron. Everybody would have a name to pull into the hat. You say WNBA, right. and everybody goes, I ain't got nobody. So well, what's that's, the deal? That's why they support them, because don't nobody really support the WNBA women. That sounds that's half-assed why they support to me. Them. Well, it's okay. Damn, nigga, <laughs> you half-assed uh, in certain Beckman areas. Said, John Beckman said, is it possible Griner is a man? Have you ever heard her speak? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm just saying that no, you, everybody wants them to make the same amount of money as the NBA players, but you can't name them. They can't make the same. They can't make the same <laughs> amount of money as the NBA players. They don't generate the kind yeah, of exactly. money. And that they're the subsidized NBA by the generate. NBA. They're subsidized because they don't make enough, as yeah. much money. Janet Marie, when I pull up. Um, Kobe Bryant 911 call. It's all uh, about the helicopter. There's no, there's no call about uh, the girl beat Tony. Um, <laughs> uh, Janet Marie said, "I've seen him shirtless talking about Brittany Griner." Oh, yeah. No, and she's, yeah, I think, she, I thought Shim had that surgery, the mastectomy. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Herm, Herm does have a deep voice. Well, before, Cynthia, before Griner, there was um, Reggie Miller's sister. She, she had a lot of male quality. Okay. You can't even remember her name, Jay? <laughs> I, I can't. I, sure. I do know her name. Cheryl Miller, man. Cheryl Miller. Cheryl Miller. I get my point out. I don't know why. I don't know why I forgot her name because I used to call her Earl Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Cheryl Miller. And people used to get mad. Earl Miller. Everybody <laughs> gets sick. Good morning. Good morning, Gigi Jones. Gigi Jones went to school. Yes, yes. Went to school with me. What's went to um, junior high and high school. Good morning, John. Good Johnny morning. Davis. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Snitchy Smurf. Good morning, Johnny Davis. Good morning. Good morning. Johnny Davis, you got so that got. I, I just got an email, my first feedback from DJ Irv of Bellwood, Illinois, on the Club Nouveau record. He said, um, this joint has a nice summer feel to it, rotation for sure, rating five out of five. That's John nice. Beckman said he has... John Beckman said he has um, a gut feeling that Brenner had three testicles with her voice being so deep. Um, <laughs> Gigi, how am I wrong for calling Cheryl Earl Miller? Earl? Because she played like she played like a, a dude. Good morning, Michael Gay. She played like a dude, like like a like a Earl. Or, you know. Or, is it, didn't she beat Reggie? Didn't she beat yeah. Reggie in some stat? Like some stat, she actually beat her own brother in. Yeah. Or she used to beat him. She, she used to beat him playing. I believe of all the women that ever played basketball, I believe Cheryl Miller, aka Earl, is the one female <laughs> basketball player that could have played with the dudes. I probably so. Probably so. Hey, you know, John, let me help out Keone. Keone, first of all, played Tarasi, slow your roll, okay? We did a whole little bit up at, uh, up at Power 104 in Connecticut, so you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's what happens when you're new and the career is long. <laughs> slow your fucking roll. Oh, Professor, Professor Keone said Reese couldn't beat any one of those WNBA players, bench players in a one-on-one game to 21. We all witnessed what happened when Robledo got done with him in fact, here in Sacramento. Which obviously, for um, those of you who don't follow sports, tennis and basketball, very similar. <laughs> uh, whether they're similar or not, it take, it, it's athletic coordination. If you could, if you could do one, there's a good possibility you could learn to do the other. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Joe Kobe Murray could play tennis. He scored. Yes, and, and, um, that's why athletes play multiple sports or are good at different things. Del Bernie says she scored an unbelievable amount of points in a high school game. John yeah. Beckman said, how that's about right. Nancy Lieberman? She was a good player who played with men. No. Um, Nancy Lieberman, I don't know if Nancy Lieberman played with men. I don't think. Uh, Professor Keone said, Cheryl Miller scored 100 points in a high school game. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. In the high school game, she scored 100 points. What was the opposing team's score? That's all I, I want to know. Like, I think they had like 18 or 20 or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, she, she was dominant. Cheryl was, Cheryl was, she was dominant. She was a dominant player. She was, you know, uh, even, even her brother said that she was a um, – she was a better player than him. Yep, Even he did. And then live on TV. Yeah. So, uh, oh, uh, oh, so she scored 105 points, and the score was 179 to 15. 
<laughs> what did she play? The Girl Scouts of America? The Boys and Girls Club? Come on, man. <laughs> no, no. Cheryl Miller had an inside game, a very strong inside game. That's why she was able to beat She's her brother. She's eight feet tall, Ali, of course. Well, no, no, you don't hear what I'm saying. Her brother is the same size or almost the same height as she is. Reggie didn't have an inside game. That's how she used to beat him. He only had yeah, jump but, shots. But think about it. Reggie Miller in an NBA an NBA height versus Cheryl Miller in a female. Did you hear what I just said, height. nigga? Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I heard what you she just said. She got an inside game. Yeah, it, against women. No, nigga, against men too, nigga. Really? <laughs> when she played especially <laughs> against men, nigga? You know what, Reese? Nigga, you shouldn't need to be talking about sports at all until you can Except win the your guy nigga who game. Just said Cheryl Miller. You haven't won. You haven't. You haven't beat another woman yet, Reese. You haven't won Again, anything. So we're clear. Shut up. Uh, she had an. You always gonna act like you know about everything, we, nigga. We we all watched you get your ass with Reese until you win. Shut the I fuck love up. It when, I love it when when you are completely out of sorts. You got to go back to a two year old tennis match. No, nigga, Just that's history, that you nigga. You got your ass about. whooped. You got, got your it. ass whooped, yes. Reese. Yes, yes. Your, your, I got your my coordination. Ass your coordination shows you can't play now basketball, what? football, baseball, tennis, soccer, nothing. Cheryl Miller is still trash. Ali, nigga. he did get a contract here in Sacramento for softy serve ice cream. To be the, he did the icon on, yeah, on the billboard. Okay, so he did game. Yeah. Yeah. Don't feel bad, Reese. Marvin couldn't play sports either. Oh fuck you! I swear to God, Johnny. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Reese wants so much. Reese, Reese wants to go ahead. What you say? Can't take. He, he can't even arm wrestle. He's so unathletic. <laughs> really? Excuse me. First of all, bitch nigga in a skirt. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Now, now, Reese, let me ask you a question. Uh, by the way, Dave Smith said Cheryl Miller played against men and represented. I saw it in person. John Beckman said, hypothetically, if Brittany Griner and Reese were in a U- UFC fight, who would win? Who would you bet on? Um, Brittany yeah, Griner. Come on. Yeah, bet on Brittany Griner. I dare you. Go for it. I'm Go betting for it. For it. Fuck See, you this up, is the Reece. point. This is what happens um, when every one of you weak need motherfuckers can't Romino defend exactly the shit you talk. Zero. Good morning, Sharon. Uh, Sharon James. Let's make it about Reese because we can't defend our stance. You we don't want to make it about Reese. Reese, you like attention. That's why you lied about you can Nigga, play you tennis. Made it about just so you me. can get the attention on you. About me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, it was. Buddy. Everything. You try to make everything about you. You are making my it wife about can me. Be here. I'm talking my about Cheryl Miller. Too. I'm talking about Brittany Griner. And no, we're talking about, about you me. right now, though, Reese. We're talking about you right now, nigga. So who's making it about me? <laughs> you are. You are. That's the whole that's the whole thing. You didn't like what I said about the WNBA, so you made it about me. No, nigga, Same that's why you keep talking. Won't you, Jay, mute this nigga. Mute this attention-ated ass nigga, Jay. Please. Um, Professor Keone said, Griner, no. 4,000. John Beckman said, Reese. I'm just glad it's all me now. Your turn, buddy. <laughs> that's good. 
I come here. I await the hate, niggas. I await the hate. Reeves can't play any sports with the word balls in it. Go get you some. Okay, Camarada, <laughs> let me help you out. I don't like playing with balls. We don't get down like that. Is that okay? You feel better now? Um, uh, uh, Sharon James said that whole ass part since um, Trump Beck, since Trump was in office. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, B-Star, oh, good morning, B-Star. Reese is a goofball. <laughs> the ball. Said the yeah, he fucking got, idiot. Yeah, he got that packed down. It's down pat, you fucking idiot. Down pat. Nigga, shut up, pat nigga. Down. God pat damn. down is what the police do to you. That's what they do to you, nigga. They pat your motherfucking ass down, nigga, and run up in you, nigga. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't talk that shit. I'm trying to be nice. Oh. Who was the player for the Sparks that did modeling? Is what um, Michael Gay said. Who was the player for the Sparks that did modeling? Uh, Mr. Gibson. How you doing, sir? Is that not Palmer? What the hell was her name? Uh, you don't know. You don't know, Reese. Just I know that. her name. It's, it's coming to no, me. No, you She's don't, motherfucker. Too. Candace, What's her Candace, name? Candace Parker? No. No, I nigga. I don't know. I don't know if Ken is Ken. I don't is Candace Parker still playing? I don't think she plays anymore. No, I don't think she's playing anymore. He said which one who used to play for. No, who was the player for the Sparks that did modeling? I don't know. Did she play for the Sparks? Oh, I'm Del yes, she did. Yeah. Parker still playing. She did. Candace Parker. Parker still playing. Uh, um, she's still uh, playing. You right, Reese. You're right, Reese. No, that nigga, that, nigga, that nigga wasn't right, Jay. That nigga took 15 minutes to answer that. It was. First of uh, all, no, it's not. I said Candace said, Parker, and it was right. Nigga, you didn't know, nigga. You guessed. Why so aggressive, Reese? Sharon James said, why so aggressive, Reese? Good morning, Jen. It's just the way that I get down. Don't get mad because you couldn't figure her out. You don't know any NBA. Nigga, your hormones is all fucked up. That's why you're so aggressive. Candace is not with the Sparks. Candace she plays is with Phoenix. Actually, She's with the Aces. Not John Beckman, I mean, Johnny, Professor Keone said, Reese hasn't beat a female in any sport since he became a member of the Kings in the Morning family. Yeah, that's fine. J. King, in t- 2008 till 2020, Candace Parker played for the Los Angeles Sparks from 2023 to present. Up, nigga. She's with Shut the up. Aces. No, I am. Shut up, nigga. Up. I'm looking yeah, at him because I wanted, to make Shut sure, up. I wanted to make sure that I was right, and I had it No, right. you, you're not right. You're not right. Motherfucker. <laughs> it's okay, dude. I, it, everybody already knows I am. You're not right, nigga. You didn't know you guessed, nigga, because you knew that she played for the Sparks. You didn't know she was a model, motherfucker. Yes, I did. Cause I yeah, you no, you didn't, there. nigga. It's you ain't no shit. W, listen to me. When it's the WNBA, it's the you always running interference. You, 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 you know that nigga didn't have the number, the motherfucking name. He did. You always protecting the white man, Jay. Jay, listen. The fact remains, when the WNBA has that many mannish-looking people, I it's have easy to, to discern which one is the model. This is a goddamn show. Y'all, y'all run the white, y'all kill the white man. Listen, I'm trying with to make so white many man w- we all, we all together. With so, we all with so many that people with so ma- are the same wherever we go. There is good and bad in everyone. <laughs> when you have that many mannish, 
When you have that many mannish-looking people in the WNBA, it's easy to discern which one would be a model. Candace Parker was an easy guess. Nigga, you didn't say that, nigga, when they asked you the question. Nigga, you sat there and sat like a bitch for five minutes, nigga. I'm sorry. Who didn't get their good medication today? Was that you? Did you not get the good stuff? Nigga, you don't have no radio station to go do today, nigga? You off today, nigga? I've already been on WTIC this morning. I'm well, on go back, nigga. Go back on there. Tell him you want to do another segment, motherfucker. Did you, did you, did you not? Did you did you not get the good meds today? Is your prescription out? Do you, do you need to go back and get the good stuff? Somebody seems a little ornery today. A self-confessed mistress insists she feels no guilt. For sleeping, secretly sleeping with married men. Gwyneth Lee, 51, has made a name for herself by traveling the world, largely funded by the cheaters she hooked up with. She started having affairs after her beloved husband, Robert, died 11 years ago and claims to have bedded more than 100 men in that time. Gwyneth says, I feel no guilt whatsoever. The gentlemen I meet advertise on a married website. They are honest and open about seeking an affair. If it's not me, they will seek another for the same purpose. Some couples love, adore, and have a great relationship, but intimacy is the only area where they aren't compatible Anything done respectfully within the boundaries of the family or the business of the cheater. I have an affair. Having an affair doesn't always require animosity in a marriage. Gwyneth, who usually cheats with wealthy men, has been whisked away on all sorts of luxury holidays by her benefactors. But she insists she isn't trying to be a bunny boiler and doesn't wish to end relationships. She added, There are women who only seek to destroy marriages by stealing another woman's man from her. I am not one of those women. All of the men I'm currently or have previously had an affair with know, leave your marriage, and I will end the affair. However, There are plenty of both men and women unhappily married. If they're unhappy, it probably will not take much for them to stray. Um, How many of you ladies could could do, if if there were rich men and you're not in a relationship, how many of you, and yes, that's my white woman voice down back then. I I thought it was a very pleasant you know, I could have I could have gone really all the way badly on you, but I didn't. I went I went very sophisticated white woman. You know, that's how I like the Stephanie Beard voice, nigga. What? That's I like your Stephanie Beard commentary. No, Stephanie. No, Stephanie is more staccato, like this. Taking you don't know what you're talking about. She's more there. This was more of a sophisticated white woman. I'm sorry if you haven't 
come in contact with a sophisticated white woman before and wouldn't recognize the tone, Ali. Mm-mm, now you sound now you sound like rich sister, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so, so let me ask you guys. I'm, this is for the women. Now, this is for Mary and Snitchy Smurf and Chocolate Peach. Uh, Don't forget Reese. <laughs> um, could you have an affair? Could you be a woman who, you know, you're not connected? It's not a relationship. It's just, you know. And sometimes it's not sex. Sometimes it's just a conversation. But you get to travel all over the world uh, with married men. You have, you know, you're meeting men on a married site. You know that they're having an affair. They know that what you do. Would you be able to reconcile that within yourself? I'll start with you, uh, Chocolate Peach. Nigga, ain't nobody going to pick no animal like that, Jay. You got to be crazy. Yeah, Look that. at it. They might want that nasty motherfucker. Nigga, they're not going to pay no money for the conversation with that motherfucker. Kiss, Kiss my ass, Ali, because actually I have been approached. So fuck you and your ass in the blender, bitch. He was approached by an elephant, male <laughs> elephant. That was it. Nigga, whatever. Ali, anyway, Jack, to answer your question. Ali, I asked her a question. Good morning, Chocolate right. Good morning, Michael Stone. Good morning, <laughs> Okay, I know what I'm going to do. I know how to fix this. I know how to fix this. I'll fix this right now, Chocolate Peach. Go ahead. So, I don't, to be honest, I don't know. I I don't think I could do that because I would feel guilty for the wife. And also, I know how women are. They're not going to attack the man who's doing the shit. That they they have a commitment to. They're gonna come out. Yeah, woman, no, but listen. Okay, okay, hold myself. on. No, I want you to. I'm gonna give you the scenario. Nobody knows. Okay. This is a website. So I'm saying, could you be on the website? It's a website uh-huh. with married um, married men. Who? It's so the strange. women on the site. So I'm asking, could you be one of the women on a site where you're with a man, you know he's married, there's no relationship. That's just you guys are connecting with each other. He's flying you all over the world. Could you? But but these are different men. You can have different relationships. They they know that you're on this website. That this is your job. This is what you do, and this is this is your living. Could you could you be that woman? Ooh, uh, I'm conflicted because I, I I'm thinking about traveling the world, but. I'm thinking about that being somebody else's man. I don't know. I really don't know. So John Beckman said, you're not having the affair. It's the married man having the affair. Um, So, you know, you know, you know, you're in the right to get it all, get what you can get. Do you, do you see it that way? Way. I don't see it that way because I still see it as that man is committed to someone else. Okay. What about you, Snitchy Smurf? Could you, could you, you know, you're not, you're not, a, you're not a prostitute. You know, you, you, you're literally, <laughs> you're, 
If you're on the website. Okay, slow down. Married men, slow down. <laughs> married men. The, the jury's still for, out on whether or not she's still a prostitute in this scenario. Okay? No, you're not a prostitute. Um, as long as you can do you, what you, you want, as long as you bring my cookie dough. You bring my cookie dough, girl, and say you go out there with any of them. You make sure you bring my cookie dough. Just so we understand, if she's if she's ha- giving sexual favors favors for sugar daddy status, prostitution does apply. It's gifts for sex. Okay, let's not let's no, not mince words. You're on the website, so you're on the website with a guy. The, the men on this website, they're telling you, I'm married, okay. I'm looking, you know, so. <laughs> Good morning, Keith. wonderful. Good morning. Uh, and so, uh, uh, personally, I would not want to willfully participate in an extramarital affair. Um, yeah, no, because I would be contributing to betrayal trauma and that is a karmatic thing okay. that I wish to avoid. Nobody you wouldn't you wouldn't be contributing to anything because nobody knows this is a this is a this is a business. This is a partnership. Would you could you yeah. reconcile yourself to say, you know what? Um nobody gets hurt in this. I'm not in a relationship with uh with this man I am just this is just I'm providing a service, if you will. Let's let's reframe it, J. King. Let's call it whoring and scoring. How about that? <laughs> can we hurry up so I can ask you a question, please? Oh, yeah, you're gonna be next, you got Mary. It. You got it, sister. No, uh, I, I did Ron Carter said Ron Carter said she's having sex for luxury trips and possibly dough. Sounds like something else to me. Can you say Fanny Willis? That sounds correct. <laughs> um, They're all no, golden. The uh, um, so let me ask. Carmetic uh, debt is what Stephanie Poole calls. Let me ask you, Mary. Could you? I agree. Could you do? Could you do something Which, like? Where that? do I sign up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So Mary So Mary so Mary you wouldn't you wouldn't for real, you wouldn't have a problem. For real, for real for real, for real, I I I might I would consider it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna try it. I would consider it. I think that you know um Veronica said is he eighty five years old, walk with a cane and need a chaperone to keep from falling? No, no, Veronica, I just read you guys the story. <laughs> The woman is 51 years old. She knows that the men that she's dealing with are married. And because they're married, um, that there's no there's no relationship. If she meets a man who decides that he, he, he is fond of her and wants to be with her that way, the relationship ends. Because it's not a relationship like that for her. And I'm asking you, could you, as a woman, could you reconcile um, 
I don't know if she used, Jenna Marie, I don't know if she uses a condom. I'm not in the room. I'm just reading you the we story. Don't they don't tell me what she We don't even know if she's having sex yeah. with the men. Right. Men pay for companionship. Men will pay you to go out just to sit and talk to them. The question is, could you reconcile it in yourself? Mary said, uh, uh, um, Jenna Marie says she's fucking. Uh, John Beckman says it's just a sugar daddy scenario and no harm in that. Now, let me ask you guys a question. John Beckman, if you had the money, would you would you be a sugar daddy? Would you sugar daddy? He probably already is one. He probably already is one. So, uh, well, John Beckman got Jenna that Marie, could you could you do that? <laughs> could any of you ladies that are that are listening? Could you all? Could you all, Conrada, Gigi? Could you guys? Is this something that you could, Josephine, Jelena? Could you? Could you reconcile that? No woman is probably really going to be honest about what they would or wouldn't do anyway, because they're not going to want nobody to think bad. No, Conrada said, yeah. Home wrecking home. Conrada said, yeah. She said, yeah. All right, Conrada. Jelena said no with an exclamation point. I mean, depending on um, the circumstances, uh, that might be a I can give you a, Oh, no. Gigi oh, says, I can give you a hard no. Uh, Janet Marie said, I can have a rich boyfriend that isn't married. If Josephine um, person gives it a thumb down. Let me ask the fellas. Because there's some the women who are cool with their husbands doing that. There's some women. So let me ask you guys. There's a woman site. These are um. Shouldn't shouldn't the men being married be an issue? So fix your lot. That that they're on a site where they know the men are married. So that's already said it's not an issue. John Beckman right. said, Mary, if I invited you to dinner, would you pay me five hundred dollars to keep you company? So let me ask you guys, okay, so here's a question for the men. Um, um, there's a site called BWL, BWNL, Big Women Need Love, and you're on that site. And there's big women that need love, um, and they want, and they're looking for men. How many of you, and would would be on the BWNL site? Because any any man that's on that site is going to get is going to get some um, some attention, and possibly go on a date. And on the date, you have to do whatever she wants you to do. Uh, Professor Kelly said, King, you've asked John Beckman the wrong question. John Beckman is the single woman going on those trips. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> you don't know nothing big, but, Jay, you don't know nothing big but a bankroll. That's what Michael Stokes said. So how many of you men, I'm going to start with you, Ali, Big women need love. Uh, Mr. Elliott said, count me out. 
um, how many would you go on the now you can get paid, you can make a lot of money. Would you go on the JK, big woman meet love? JK, why you ask me? You know I don't fuck with big ass motherfuckers. I ain't doing shit a motherfucker could give. She could pay two million. I'm not going on a motherfucking date with her. Just like that African woman that wanted to give you ten million, and you didn't go over there and do the shit over there with that motherfucker. No. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Kente? No, not do anything she say. No. Maybe I'll do it with the lights out, though. The lights would have definitely have to be out. And uh, but I wouldn't do everything she says. No, I'm the Ron I'm Carter the director. No, sir. Um, John Beckman said, "Do you have to have sex with them? Is that a requirement? If they want you to, John, you got to do whatever they tell you to do." Um, <laughs> Professor Keone said, "King, that's a no-no for me, bro." Michael Stokes said, "Also, Jay, depends on your on your." belief in God and your religious stance with with your maker and your association with God. This has nothing to do with God. This has got um, Michael Stokes. You're on a website. God ain't got shit to do with this website. You're on the website. They <laughs> need love and they're going to pay you for giving them love. Or what are you willing to do for it? Jeff Carlin said, Jay, I've had more than one opportunity. I never would take it. I won't do it. Soon as you do, um, you're going to hide and it's going to droop, drop your head, and sometimes, somewhere, good life turns shit overnight. Um, Carolina said, I just need to supplement my retirement income. That's all. This business. Kyle Williams says, the ninth commandment would give me pause, but I have gone with married woman just to see Hawaii as a youth. Jan <laughs> uh, uh, said, bullshit, men cheat. Uh, Michael Stokes said, no. Uh, John Beckman said, is Mary on that site? <laughs> Asking for Jefferoni. Thanks. Wow. Really, asshole. <laughs> so, Veronica Burke okay. said, would you men go on a married woman date site regardless of body size? Would you go on, or would you go on a married woman date site? I wouldn't. Miss um, Young says, uh, exactly. It's just business. Um, so, would you go? Would you go on a married woman site? Would you guys? I, I I wouldn't be nowhere near a married woman site. In my twenties, yeah. I would. I wouldn't heaven. be. I wouldn't be on a married woman site ever. Let me tell you guys why. Number one, I think too much of myself. I, I really, I really think a lot of me. And uh, fooling with a married woman. I, I I would have to think less of myself. Like like I I gotta fuck with somebody else's woman because I don't think I. So I think too much of me. Number one. I number gotta two, agree with you, Jay. Gotta agree. With number you. two. By the time you say um, something. <laughs> number two. Um. Women that are married when they do shit, and they they husbands find out. Them motherfuckers be different. Yeah, they might, and they might have a crazy ass husband. I mean, I'm you know, just because I'm gonna do a reenactment of a motherfucker being caught out with with the motherfucker's woman, and I'm gonna be the motherfucker whose woman whose wife you out with. 
Mm-hmm. Works. Having a good time. Uh, how, you, huh? how, you do, sure. how you doing, baby? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing here? Ah, you know, just watching you and this motherfucker right here. What's your name, Blood? What the hell? What are you doing here? Who is this? Shut, Shut up, okay. motherfucking six eyes. He's acting. Shit. Six eyes. Hey, that's six. Six eyes. That's why your dumbass is on mute, motherfucker. I'm in the middle, of motherfucker, doing the goddamn thing. You don't. You can't even see shit. You don't. You can't even bust a motherfucker. You can't see. How you gonna bust anybody doing anything? Somebody gotta tell you. Leathers. Let me. I, 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 I'm. I'm watching the motherfucker. What's this? What's your name, my man? Frank. Oh, hey, Frank, how you doing? Hey, I don't want any problems. No, if you don't, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna have no problems. Not yet. Uh, Frank, do you know who this is? Um, Gertrude. Yeah, you know Gertrude is my wife. Did you know that? Well, I, 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 I. I knew she was with some. Oh, so you knew she was with somebody? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't listen, man. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have nothing to do with this. I, I, I'm just gonna leave. No motherfucker, sit your ass down. Good morning, DJ Clark Turner. Sit your motherfucking ass down. I, I just want to know what was it about my wife that you that you decided that. You fucking with my wife. I I didn't I didn't know she was your wife. I knew she was in a relationship with someone. <laughs> so let me say this to you. Let me say this to you and her. You motherfuckers can have each other. Y'all can have each other. <laughs> Honey, come, it's not. No, you can have. You can have this motherfucker. Y'all can have each other. I don't want to have nothing to do with either of you motherfuckers. I don't want to have a motherfucking thing to do with either of you motherfuckers. I can't believe you, bitch. All this shit I got for you. Sit your motherfucking ass down, straight. Fuck, blow your motherfucking head off. See, that's when. That's when the shit get real. Because all that shit, as he was old and inside, is now out here, you motherfucker. Now you motherfuckers got each other. That's the shit I don't want. I was going to play you some I background music, like, but you got real dark. <laughs> I, I don't, because that's what, because that's how, because with a man, we, with a man, it get real dark. With a man, it get real dark. When men love their wives or when they, when they feel like their wife disrespected them like that, it get real dark real fast. Woman get real emotional. She get real hurt. She gonna try to take every nickel you got. Woman 
is going to get her heart broke. She's going to fall down. She's going to build herself up again. And then she's going to fly at another level. The same shit might happen. Some, just, a motherfucker might cheat. But it won't be the same kind of dude the same kind of way. It'll be something different. A man get his heart broke. He fall down. He get up. He going to kill that bitch because can't nobody have her. Why can't have her? And that's where that shit come from. So, no, nah, it ain't the same. It ain't the same dynamic when you with, when you on a, a website for cheating men versus being on the website for cheating women. The dynamic ain't the same. So um, that's why I couldn't even make the, the conversation that, uh, mm-hmm. Veronica. Now, how about a cheating website with AI? Well, they're already doing that. Website. I know. I'm just asking. And you can't cheat. Okay, can you bucket? Oh no, no, you can't cheat with AI unless unless you married and and you and you and if a, and if you fucking with AI, first of all, if you in the AI like that, you kind of a weird motherfucker anyway. And the motherfucker married. I could agree kind of more. <laughs> Two weird. Yeah, they have virtual. They have virtual girlfriend yeah. sites now, Jay. Right, virtual girlfriend. Yeah, I understand that, and I'm saying that if you are in that world, if you're a dude in that world, you're already kind of weird and off kilter anyway. The <laughs> no, woman no, that we weren't you, disagreeing. The woman that's no, no, with you is right, a little off kilter and weird as well. Um, um, uh, uh, Jana Marie said that's what good pussy does to a motherfucker. Um, Bernard Middlebrook said, "Jay, you right." Uh, Veronica Burke said, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. John Beckman said, Just stay off these fucking websites. Nothing good will come of it. Jeff Carlin said, Wisdom has taught me stay away from all that. John Beckman said, Mary, I love you, dear. Please get off those websites. (laughs) (laughs) Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah. (laughs) That Tyler Perry. Jeff Carlin said, Robot Wieners. Like the Tin Man, old oil can out, old can out. A side piece in the metaverse. Yeah. Uh, Sir Fishlock said, wrong is just wrong. Ain't nobody got no morals today. We have morals today, King Reese. People say that shit, but I don't they, – they say that they do, and then they completely abandon them when convenient. You hear a lot of people talk that moral shit until it's convenient, and they can completely ignore them. I'm not everybody. You know, we, we're in a very – well, I mean, how can we have morals when we say that to be a gender, you can be gender fluid? Meaning you can be a boy Agreed. and a girl, a boy or a girl, a boy with a girl, a girl with a boy. You can be all of it at the same time. Exactly. So um, why can't you be marriage fluid? You can be sometimes yep. in marriage, sometimes out of a marriage. I mean, what we, we've made things mm-hmm. fluid. Let's make everything fluid. That's the whole idea. It's called well, anarchy for a reason. Ma- it's called anarchy for a reason. 
If there are no standards and practices, it's anarchy. With no, without structure, it's anarchy. You have all these people screaming. It's like, what does it have to be this way? That's called structure, silly. That's how that works. Um, without Herbert it, there's said, I'm, I'm glad, um, Herbert said, glad I've been married for 46 years, never needed any of that. Yeah. But does that mean that you, <clears> you need structure? Again, in, in order for a 46-year marriage to survive, it must have structure, as is anything in this world. Once you get rid of that, yeah. it's chaos. Good morning, Doris. Yeah. You know, Jay, it's okay but, uh, if people want to have if people want to have an open marriage, that's between them. But at least both of them are partaking in it, and not just one cheating behind the other one's back. But remember what happens when you take the guardrails off of anything, right? That means that things become permissible beyond that. Because you can say, let's say you do have an open marriage and the wife is allowed to have a boyfriend and the husband's allowed to have a girlfriend, right? And then you put guardrails on that. Or do you? Because once you, again, like I right. said, once you expand the guardrails, that means that there right. have to be guardrails, right? Even if they are having an open marriage, there must be guardrails on that. Because beyond that, it is chaos. Because if the wife decides, I want to have two boyfriends. Then the husband's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or, or if she decides, you know what, in the course of this, I, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want two boyfriends anymore. I want to be with him now. Well, exactly. Well, that's where communication is. I think that's the point I'm making is that, again, people keep talking about they have morals and standards, but then when it's convenient to them, they, they you know, again, it's a form of selfishness, right? Like right. It looks good on paper that I can do anything that I want to do, but then without that structure, without structure, that's what you have, chaos and anarchy. You have to have it. Well, you know, on another, on another note, Jay, some, some men, they don't really like their wife, so they'd be like, thank you, brother, for taking this bitch off my hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a scenario that's probably true. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there's a scenario oh, out there. God. Uh, you yeah. guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to Kings in the Morning. I'm gonna tell you guys if you want to listen to the third hour of power because that's what's coming up. Five one five six zero five nine three seven six is the number. Five one five six zero five nine three seven six. If you want to speak, press the number one. <laughs> it's the third hour. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusuf Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Big Fred, um, Six Eyes, Big Charles, uh, Mary Hopkins, Snitchy Smurf, uh, um, Chocolate Peach, and John Beckman telling you to get busy living because you don't have enough time dying. We'll see you guys tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel. Coming up next, the third hour of power.
know Jay getting a little forgetful. Uh, this is Wild Wednesday, y'all. First start. Right. You know, oh, yeah, I, that's today. I do old yeah. school with a little bit of a twist. Here we go. Down to the honeycomb hideout. hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. Big ball again. We got, we got it. 
the middle of a musical experience with Johnny Graham Cracker Davis. It's Johnny Davis with his magic music on Wild Wednesday.
keep it mild. Johnny Davis is being wild. Wild Wednesday.
Clarence. Yeah, this is he. Who is this? Hey, Clarence. Uh, uh, hey, my name is Sherman, dog. Your house is the one that uh, uh got broke into last week, right? Yeah, man. Just waiting on the police to get back with me. Tell me if they found these people or not, man. So, oh, oh. now, hold on. What's your name again now? Sherman. Sherman. Thurman. Sherman. Thurman. How you, how you hear about it? Oh, no, you know, I, I stay uh, a couple streets over. Everybody in the neighborhood kind of heard that uh, y'all had got yeah. broke in on. Yeah, man, everybody been kind of kind of real good around here, man. It just don't make no sense, man. You go out here and work hard for stuff, and then, you know, people just do you like this, man. It just... I'm just glad wasn't nobody hurt, man. My wife and my son, they they alive, and that's you know that's the best thing, man. So yeah. you know, try not to cuss, but some shit like this happened, you know. I understand, man. I, I yeah, do. you you stay a couple streets over, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> hey, hey, let me let me let me say this to you, man. I I, I want to say first of all, I I hate what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, and uh, uh, I I do, man. I you know, and I'm glad your your family and stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Well, hey, man, can I just can I just say this here, man? Uh, and I don't really know how to say it, but uh, I, I was I was with the two dudes that had broke in there. I, I was with them when they did that. Okay, you nigga, did you just say you was with the niggas that broke in my house? I, so, so nigga, nigga, you broke in my house. No, see, no, see, see, that's why I'm that, see that. Clarence, that's what I'm, I'm calling you, trying to tell you. I was trying to talk them out of it. You know what I'm saying? Well, what the fuck happened, nigga? Because they did the shit. I, I, I couldn't talk them out of it. But you know, I was well, in there, well, but I okay. wasn't in there taking nothing. Is what I'm saying. Okay, 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 okay. Well, who was in there taking it then? And I can't, I can't be doing. I can't do that. I can't. See, I ain't trying to get in the middle of that. No, 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 nigga. You, you can do that. You just called my goddamn phone. Oh, you can tell me who broke in here. You was one of the niggas. Who else was with you? That that ain't this, that ain't even the reason why I called, man. I, I I don't give a damn what the reason you called me, nigga. You called me, that motherfucker broke in my nigga. Who who was with you? Who was with you, man? I, I nigga. I, matter of fact, what street you stay on? Uh, let, let me say this to you, man. This is the reason why I called. See, when we was in there, and then they they started screaming and hollering at each other, then saying we got to hurry up and get out. You know, like I say, I was in there trying to talk them out of that. Nigga, I don't give a shit if you tried to talk them into it. You broke into my... This motherfucker broke in my house. You, nigga, got the goddamn audacity to call me. Okay, but listen, man. Listen, listen, listen to me, man. The fuck I'm listening to you for, nigga? While I was in there, man, and, and you know, they was we was getting out of there in a hurry, I actually left... I, 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 my, my, uh, my pills fell out of my pocket. My bottle of pills, man, my medicine. And I don't, I don't got no more refills on it, man. And I need my medicine. That's why I'm calling you to see if you don't mind me coming back over there to get my pee. Nigga, don't give a fuck about your medicine, nigga. This motherfucker, nigga, who gives a shit about? I tell you what, I tell you, nigga. Dog, ask me about some goddamn medicine. Dog, I was just caught up in a bad situation, man. Nigga, I swear to God, if I see you over, I swear to God, I'm gonna beat your ass. No, I'm gonna beat your ass, nigga. You better be glad my motherfucking son wasn't in my goddamn house. Man, listen, man. I'm not trying to get in, have no problems with nobody. I just need my medicine, man. Fuck your medicine, nigga. You got problems with me. No, I don't have no more refills on that medicine. I need my medicine. I, I'll get sick. 
Nigga, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Come come get your motherfucking medicine. You know exactly where I stand. I'm going to have a goddamn front door open. You ain't got to break in this time. Come get your goddamn medicine. I swear to God, bitch, you're going to need more than just that goddamn medicine. I'm going to put something on your ass. I swear man, why you are you taking it out on me, man, and I'm the one that was in there trying to talk him out of it? Nigga, you was with the motherfuckers. That's the point. I don't, this mother, bring them niggas, too. Tell them niggas to help you come get your goddamn medicine. So all I want to do is get my medicine and be through with this. That's all I'm trying to say to you. I ain't trying to start no trouble with you. Nigga, fuck niggas. Start no goddamn trouble. Bitch, you broke into my goddamn house. I'm, you know what? I tell you what. I, oh, nigga, this motherfucker here. I tell you what. Come get the medicine. Come, come, come get the medicine right now. I'm at home. What, what street you stay on, nigga? I'll bring it to you. Hey, man, I'm not finna go back and forth arguing with you, man. I'm finna come over there and get my medicine, and man, you're gonna be through with each other. Nigga, you ain't got to go back and forth, motherfucker. I tell you what. Come on over here. Get your goddamn medicine right now. This evening, you're gonna need some more motherfucking medicine. They're gonna come break in my goddamn house, nigga. Nigga, you broke into my shit. Nigga, I take care of my wife and my kids in this house. I understand that. And I will not be back in your house after I get my medicine. Nigga, who the fuck is you hollering at? Dog, I, I tell you what. You, no, 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 no. You ain't going to be back in my house after you get this goddamn medicine. Nigga, you're going to have a permanent new residence, nigga. I swear to God, you're going to be living in a cemetery. Listen, I got one more thing I need to say to you before I get over there. Is you listening to me? Say that shit on your way over here. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm on my way now. I've got one more thing I need to say. Is you listening? The bitch will say it then. You're digging the ore of Johnny Grand Cracker
with Johnny Davis on the JKM. It's all lies on a player when I enter the club I'm trying to find a little mama for some parts I'm loving You just the right type, just the right size I'm digging your demeanor with your deep brown eyes You turn me on like a light switch I'm just trying to groove a little bit without scuffing up my white kicks I really like the way you look in the pants So come follow me to the floor and let's dance Tell them, Jay It's a time like you holding
Welcome to the Honeycomb Hideout. If you're looking for a place to park, Johnny Davis has got a spot for you right here. Wild Wednesday. Love 
While you're out, moving around, Johnny Davis is putting it down.
Like you like it. Johnny Davis on the JKN.
Stop. Wait. Check this out. Here we go. Here in the back. Straight up and down with no special effect. Tell them what it's all about right about now. A lot of men all over the world think that they men based on the amount of money they got, the amount of cars they got, the amount of girls they talk to. But being a man is much greater than that. Now check out how I swing it to you like this. There are men that are strong on a physical plane, and there are others not that physical, but got brains. And through life, I made an oath to be a man of women's eyes that caters to both from a physical aspect, mental and spiritual, social and emotional. My love's your miracle. Hearing you, repairing you, making love and caring for you, and no one dares to interrupt. Will the real man stand and only one stand up? The rest, they seated, retreated, and defeated. And what you got, I don't want it, I need it. To make it in this cold, cold world, cause life ain't nothing. Unless I'm with you, girl. Sing it, y'all. Yeah. I'll be good to you. Come on. No matter what you do.
It's Johnny Davis with his magic music on Wild Wednesday. Johnny, Graham, Cracker, Davis.
hot when you need it, cold like you like it. Johnny Davis on the JKN.
Good job, King Graham Cracker. Bye, Daddy. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Jesus, I'm here. Look at that old piss colored Ali. <laughs> I don't know. This is new for this because typically, while Wednesdays, we would hang up from Kings in the morning and go into a whole separate show with his own banner and everything for um, Team Grand Cracker. So um, now that we have the third hour, and the third hour happens right after Kings in the morning, I don't know how the Kings are going to plan it for the Wednesdays coming forward. I'm thinking we get Wednesdays off, um, but I don't know that. Uh, yeah. Okay. But um, it depends on how how uh, they structure it. If Graham Cracker gets his own banner like he's used to, then we would hang up and call right back in and hang out with him for the hour, and then that's it for the day. But um, I think gotcha. Yeah, I think something different happened today because Lavis didn't announce them, and I think that's what I think that's what it was. But that's that's all. It's all yeah, good. Went, We're here together. Yeah, it went straight into the um, Wild Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Okay. It, historically speaking, really? the third hour of power 
happened because King Grand Cracker took a, a big project and um, everyone was used to hanging out on Wednesdays. And the third hour was kind of like a Wednesday thing, if my memory serves me well. <laughs> and then it just became an everyday thing. Crazy. <laughs> I hope everybody's well today. What was I talking? I thought it was our sister Mary. Sister, so is that you? No, I don't. Is that, I'm not certain. Is that Fred? Could be. King Fred, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. <laughs> that nigga had me music. Oh. <laughs> Nigga, you don't know what's going on, uh, Nicole. You always trying to act like you know what's happening. You don't know shit. Oh, my God. Trying to explain some shit. That's why your ass is on mute. Always trying to act like you know what's going on over here. You don't know shit. You don't run the board. You don't run the network. You don't run nothing but your mouth. And you don't know shit when you run it. So stop trying to act like you know shit. So crazy motherfucking ass. Oh, my God. What's up, Kettle? Love you, Kettle. Your motherfucking ass will be on mute, nigga. You'll be on a Kettle mute, nigga. Get you some Kettle popcorn, nigga. Mute that ass. Now, say something again. Yeah, that's what I thought. Can't hear this motherfucker. Oh, you here. Hey. <laughs> Watch out, sister. He got the mute button. <laughs> oh, goodness. He can't mute me on. He won't. I don't care. <laughs> he gets great pleasure out of it. <laughs> How's your day going, King Fred? That's cold. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I hope he's not muted. <laughs> sister, how old muted here comes King Fred. Okay, now sister, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to connect this. If I mess up, I love you. And here comes King Fred. Let me try. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yay! It worked today. Hey, King Fred. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, nothing much. How's your day? We want to know how your day is going. Oh, they're going good. What did you just get cussed out? <laughs> wow, King Fred. You called Wow. <laughs> this is this is what it's like in the king's world. <laughs> nothing, nothing sacred. Uh, yes, I did. And I was muted. I got cussed out. I got, I got hung up on. Oh. <laughs> wow. We wondered where you were. Wow. <laughs> You didn't get hung up on with your lying ass. I opened your mic. Nigga, stop lying. That's what's wrong with you niggas with Twinkie fingers. You niggas lie too much. Yeah, but I'm on. You I'm probably hit the wrong button. How you know everything? How you know everything, uh, uh, Snigger Pooh? Nigga, I'm on the board, nigga. That's how I know. No, no. Uh, Cuddle, he's, against, he's with button. you. He's against me right now. I didn't yeah. say I knew for certain. I said, you know, my recollection is how I recollect. However, I was here when Third Hour Power was launched. This was Plinton's, um idea. 
So I'm just saying. <laughs> Tell me where to disconnect that. Set me straight. Why you so want to hear? So how come he wouldn't let friend? me give him some goddamn uh, music to play for me next week? Because I got, I, I, I just turned my own fucking radio on. No, send it to him. And um, he he told us a couple of weeks ago. He takes requests. Ken Graham Cracker is awesome. We don't we don't, don't, um, don't talk during his show. Point. Don't I, I can mother. He got to take a goddamn Coca Cola break. Fuck all that. Nobody <laughs> got to pay for this shit. You, you didn't hear you didn't hear um, King Lynn Tolliver speaking throughout the show. That's that's our that's our Coca Cola break. And um, nephew Tommy is like a breather in between sets. <laughs> Yep, that was traditional Wild Wednesdays right there. Yeah, King Fred. You you just have to send it to him in advance because he may establish his show um, beforehand so that if the board is not working, he can still play the music. But you can hear that from me. (sighs) <laughs> Sister, how's your day going? Going in the fucking traffic this morning. It's a pain in the butt. Oh. Is it rain over there on your side? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, it is. Oh. This morning. Yep. It's, it's raining here now. I just uh, shout out to hit the mailbox. In between um, golfing, we got our winter for real this year, sister. It's it's consistent. I'm surprised uh, Ali wasn't over there flooded in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing in San Diego. Your ass has got put on mute. That's what's going on in San Diego. Flood that nigga. Yeah, talking that shit. This motherfucker just come over here to fuck with talk. She talk all that shit like she don't want it. She knows she want it. What she keep coming for? I'm trying to call the motherfucker ugly and shit. Snitchy Pooh, you know I ain't ugly. Why don't you tell these ratchet-ass motherfucking monkeys of yours? I don't know any ratchet mofolo monkeys. I'll tell you what, you better know one right now, nigga. That's why your ass on mute, nigga. Yeah. Now, since you don't want to speak up, nigga, you on mute with your lying ass. Who else wants some? Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, cut up. They said that because you were being also. mean. You were being mean, Cuddles. You were saying and I was insulting things. And I was I had, you know, checking that, about your. I was checking about your well-being, making sure you were safe in the flooding in San Diego. All right, as long as your motherfucking ass is away from me, I'm doing great, <laughs> nigga. Wow. <More> wonderful. <laughs> More wonderful. Jackass. <laughs> See that cuddles? Mind your business, motherfucker. <laughs> you handsome, but you surly. <laughs> Tell you what, nigga, you talking, but now you ain't. Just horrible. Just horrible. 
how it is. So there's a rough in here. Mm-hmm. Little creepy color mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. <sighs> you want to be What's up? What's up, Fred? I heard you saying you wanted some music. What you want? Oh, he left. No, he's still he's still here. He probably he's probably let me look at the time. He may oh, still be at work, but he's here. And he did. He would like to play um have you play some music for him. Now I told him to send it to you in advance. I hope I didn't speak out of turn, King Graham Cracker. And great job today. Yeah, I was just playing around in my nineties folder. Yeah. Well, we love it. Now let me see. I'll test. Let's see. Let me tell him I'm going to text him real quick. Let's see here. Okay. So what's up, Ali? You good down there in San Diego? No, nigga, I need help. Come on down here and help me. What's up? Bring the bins, nigga, in the joint, nigga. I'm not doing good. Come on. No, I don't think I'm going to drive that far. Well, then why are you asking me am I okay then, nigga? Thought you was my partner. I am. Shit, you ain't coming to see me then. Our programs are wild Wednesdays. You ain't fucking with a nigga, Johnny. Yeah, I know. I'm dealing with a little bit of snow up here. Well, nigga, fly. Nigga, you know how to fly. They told me you had a cape like Superman. Nah, I got a drone. Like the army. Well, <laughs> well jump on the drone. <laughs> Might as well end the show after you finish, Johnny, because these motherfuckers ain't talking. I would have loved to have heard me with your thing there. Uh, some, uh, what's her name? Uh, Phoebe Snow. Everybody let the good time roll. Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to hear some of that right then. All right, that I music. got you. Yeah, it took me back, brother. I appreciate you. All I just right. didn't know that uh I didn't know I you know, I didn't know that it was gonna be our straight music, you know, I come around when these niggas get chance to talk shit. So I it, was, got it was new to it, it was new to me. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. No disrespect, because I don't want that crip that blood to come out and you, you know, uh <laughs> over there <laughs> you know, I know how you roll, you know, I I don't, I don't step on no toes. <laughs> 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 Real talk. <laughs> so King, King Ricky Pooh, you don't know Ricky Pooh, you don't know nothing about what these two kings is talking about. Well, nothing. No. Well, not, nothing. Not, it's not. not it's not in the dictionary. <laughs> it's not on Instagram. None of that. It's this not is, on Google. 
I hear respect, though. I hear respect among kings. That's all I need to know. <laughs> um, but here's something else I am curious about. King Graham Crackers. So for our feature Wednesdays, so we do it right, we're supposed to hang up from Kings in the Morning like we used to, right? And then we jump right back on um, for your for, for uh, Wild Wednesdays. Is that is that how it's supposed to go? Um, that was messed up today. It could do it that way, but it's just easier just to keep the show going to instead keep it, of blocking uh, and logging back yeah, in. Yeah, you don't work at operations, nigga. Shut up, nigga. You don't know shit, Nicole. You always act like you know some shit, Nicole. You don't know a motherfucker thing. You don't know how shit operate over here. That's why I'm asking questions. No, don't ask shit. Statement. Just sit back and listen and shut up. Well, well I'll do it this way, Ali. Why would you want to hang up and call back if you're already right there? Because that that's what I'm saying. This motherfucker crazy, Johnny. He <laughs> Greg, I could have sworn we used to hang up. See, key word right there. What, what's yeah, the key word right there? She called, she called back in the day. Her ass is in the back. She way back in the day, Johnny. This motherfucker don't know. This is 2024, okay, motherfucker. Way. At least I was there. <laughs> no, you wasn't there. Yeah, but, but what's the key word? Used to. Used to. Used to. Okay, got it. Before I quite they was there, I tell something to come up and kiss her. Hey, this some bitch. Then she come up here yesterday talking about we ain't it in the archives? Ain't it in the archives? <laughs> Our granddaddy or whoever raised you, your mama and them should have told you to take your ass to bed. Now you think you know how to build a car. You know how to motherfucking set concrete poles, all that shit. You don't know shit. You a female. Stay the fuck out of grown folk business. You right. You right. You right. But now that I'm a grown folk, I'm just saying. I got questions. Lady, listen. Let me tell you something. Let's get something out of I ain't going to be growing up. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. A lot of shit you don't want to know. Okay, you, you you ask too many fucking questions. That's how people get come up missing and shit. You know, you cool and all snitchy fool. I'm gonna tell you like uh, New Orleans <laughs> tell you, but you need to listen to me now. You, 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 you when people are talking, grown folks and men, you need to stay out of it. But you want to prove a point. You want to go back and forth. You want to go into the archives, into the dictionary. You know, that's how most mobsters, wives, they didn't know shit. Nobody knows anything. You fuck around and wake up with a horse in your bed, bleed. Uh-oh, I don't want that. All right, well, then stop putting your nose all over every damn thing because you don't, you know, uh, that nun shit only works some places. Well, thank you. Thank you for saving me, King Fred. I appreciate it. You fucking with killer thieves. Murderers and all kind of these niggas got a pass. You keep on fucking around out of coke. Come on, mister. There's a truck or somebody car either in Vegas in a ditch. <laughs> fucking with John Beckman and Grease Punk ass. You know they ain't real. So they called me the beekeeper. Okay, get him. Uh, oh. I'm on mute. Get that ass. <laughs> King Graham Cracker has been nothing but nice to me. And when you used well, to come in on Fridays, he put a rose in the box for you under your name. Nothing but niceties. So I don't know about, you know, certain days and certain, you know, things that occurred. And I wasn't looking to know. I just, I love my kings. So that's all it is. 
<laughs> Y'all just cut me up right now, but it's okay. But if if we don't have a topic, we, we're going to be in trouble um, for dead air we syndrome. Can, we can, we can ask what do the big people mean? What, what do we do? You know, I wanted to ask, but you told me don't Donnie, ask no questions. Donnie, you know Donnie, I was curious. Please. You know, the I honey bees. How you put like these bees and make them keep on coming back and get them under control? And shit? Uh, I, I wanted to How know. How you that. make a bee stop goddamn me stinging? Beekeeper. These niggas is fixing lunch. No, they just like in Berkeley, in California. Yeah, that's what he say. Yeah, yeah he say the beekeeper. It's almost that less time you need no blessings. Sorry. <laughs> Sister, are you familiar with this term, beekeeper? Mm-mm. I ain't never heard that before. Oh, okay then. My father knows what Fred is talking about. King Fred, no, he just ain't telling. He just told me I asked too many questions and I might turn up missing. I'm going to let that man phone. talk on his own shit. I'm scared. I don't fuck around like that. I'm going to let him and let y'all say, if you don't know, you just sit back and just shut up and don't say nothing. Yeah, you take care of me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm going to sit back and let the beekeeper you, Who you think controls the honeycomb hideout? The beekeeper. Ah, Okay. <laughs> You need to do some research on beekeepers. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, I know the beekeeper blows smoke on the bees to calm them so that he can move their hives. I know the queen bee is most important to the beekeeper because that keeps all the other bees working. I know a little something, but not enough to know. He controls the queen. He, he controls the, the beekeeper does not control. Does, does not control the queen. Yeah, how does he control? Yeah, well, if you don't mind, no well, okay, I didn't. We didn't. We're not asking nothing. Anything you want to tell us, you know, we we appreciate it. I ain't asking. I'm telling. The Stop fucking co-signing for that other woman. You do not <laughs> run her coaching. That's what? I never said what? nothing like that. What? <laughs> oh my God! Rusty buckets, I tell you, they just <laughs> rusty. Friends doing a little too much. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I thought the Queen Bee. I thought she decided. Well, I know she could get kicked out. I know that they can they can pick up another queen and 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 some of the um hive will go with her. You know, and the others will stay with the new queen, but I don't know enough about enough about it to say much um that's relevant. The beekeeper brings the queen in and puts her where he wants her. So oh. <laughs> oh now it's oh <laughs> it's so easy. Well we're learning. That's a bad. That's a bad. I like that beekeeper shit. 
sound like it's going like to Uber at any time. Yeah, all of a sound like she's setting up a stable. That is shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody got some work to do. Work a bees. Yes, I'm afraid it work. <laughs> King Grandcracker, where does the beekeeper get the queen bee from? Does he raise her into a queen and then places her? You have my complete attention. No, he buys her. You can buy bees from different, you know, companies. Oh. And stuff. Ah, okay. Guys on the side of the road. I do in boxes, okay. white boxes. Well, well, who takes care of them? The beekeeper. Thank you. You're welcome. He's going to have your ass out there in them goddamn wilderness with his ass. <laughs> you know, because she eat old bananas and shit. Oh, and, gosh, uh, she's red. Beet, beets and shit out of the ground, uh, uh, potatoes. Yeah. Did it not serve you, King Fred? Did you and not get the benefits of them beats, sir? Nigga, yeah, she, and she can chop wood and shit, so. You can go out and go get some venison and some deer and track <laughs> lions wow. and mountains and bears and leave her ass at the cat. Oh, my. Wow. She'd be wow. just fucking fine. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yep, she, yep, she, she farts. She farts after every log she blocks and cuts off down too. She chops down that wood. After every log she passes gas. You're horrible. Did they drop you on, a, on, a, on your head as a child? Oh. Did that animal say yeah, something? Uh, I, I didn't look, say they did drop him. You check this out. Motherfucker, you don't wear no drawers, nigga, so when you fart, you shit all over a motherfucking man's feet. Now, take that shit with your motherfucking rotten ass. That's why your big ass is on mute, too. You shit no nigga seat ass nigga. She thought she had to fart. She thought she had to fart, but she shitted. I'm not on the board anymore, Ollie. I'm just letting I'm you know. I'm on the board. Oh, okay. I'm just letting I'm you know. Putting these, I'm putting these animals to sleep with tranquilizers. <laughs> <laughs> they got a 30 yard six. <laughs> they got a 50 cow. They got a 50 cow. You know what? I know you love me. I know you want me. Nobody wants your ass, nigga. Did you look in the mirror? Nigga, you is not the kind of girl that I ever had in my lifetime. Nothing looked like you at all. You got to be fine to drink some wine. That's why you keep eating me because you fantasize about me all the time. You can't wait till I get on the call. You can talk shit because you just love me. I know it. I know it. You keep dreaming, nigga. Go ahead. Nah, you keep dreaming. 
Cause you, 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 never get you and Nicole, Nicole be texting you. Call in, call in, sister. Call in. How she thinks she better? She sneak. You ain't sneaky, motherfucker. I know what you do, I Nicole. Have never, I have never done she that. Total. You a goddamn lie. Yeah. Ne- you a lie, you nigga. No, you a goddamn lie. You text her. Call in, sister. Call in on my line. I'll let you in. Oh, now I've done that. I know you've done that, nigga. You've done a whole bunch of shit. No, no. You've done a whole bunch of shit. Fred, hand me the red tranquilizer. I got two of them over here. Let me get the Hold on, hold on. You got, you got. You, do you want me to bring the big gun or the little gun? Uh, what, what, what type are you handling today? We got to have big guns for big girls. Bring the big one. Ten four. Roger, get out the cannon. Oh, <laughs> get you and Roger. Somebody's down there chewing off the fucking lock. Wow. It's fine. I know you want me. I know. It's all- <laughs> I'm gonna show you how much somebody wants your ass. Your ass is wanted on mute. That's what you wanted at. Mm-hmm. Fucking with me, shit, nigga. That's what you want. Matter of fact, I might just go and put you in the bubble with Nicole. <laughs> well, wow. Jago trying to get his ass out that shower right now. <laughs> Why did you put her on me? I wasn't even I'm snitching it. I'm snitching it. As soon as I get here, and some diamonds. Don't make me. Don't I give a damn about you, diamond nigga. You gonna be. You gonna be pinning in a minute, motherfucker. <laughs> don't you don't make me pull a diamond on you and um send you the. Send uh, lathers and checks, then you beat me. Nobody don't give a damn, but nobody ain't nobody scared of lathers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Come in here with that bullshit. Did you wash your hands? Damn. Did you wash Damn. your hands? Damn. That motherfucker said, fuck y'all. Keep that same energy, King Fred. Keep that same energy. Just saying. Damn. <laughs> oh, boy. That's my dog. That's my dog. I know. You buckets band together. I know it. Mm-hmm. No, I heard you turn on that nigga the other day. You turned on uh, Ali the other day. Not Ali, but uh, you <laughs> say with Reese of all people. I didn't turn on him. Y'all yeah, weren't you talking right. about uh, uh, that uh, Jamaican dude, uh, the heritage chosen Negro. Oh, Lord. Uh, that son, y'all disparaged him and told him that he was, uh, was a bastard, a bitch, or something. Oh, my I God. Find, I didn't find that shit funny at all. King Fred. 
King Reese apologized. He, when he I looked at don't him, give a rat's ass. He, but you, you, you just, you just agree in it. Uh, 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 all that old bullshit. None of us knew for certain. Man, okay. yeah, you know goddamn well when Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, somebody fucking say something about their mama or them uh, being a fatherless son, you supposed to goddamn me back them. Back a motherfucker. You ain't supposed to goddamn me go with that motherfucker, even if you're right. Let me tell you something. If some of these motherfuckers is wrong, I'm going to goddamn me... I, Man, you don't know nothing about freaking up. Motherfucker, we'll deal with you when we get you home, but we supposed to beat this nigga's ass today. Even if you wrong. Drunk, fucked up, knocked over something, broke it. Not, no. He's still right. We ain't paying for shit. Fuck you. And then we whoop your ass when you get on for doing that shit out in the street. But your punk ass, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you. You ain't going to go, go, go be a peace treaty with me no goddamn way. Be like, oh, we gonna, uh, uh, we gonna, no, we gonna talk about it. Well, what happened? No. <laughs> <sighs> no, we got another DJ? I, I hear it. <laughs> they don't know Jay gonna come in here and uh, pull the plug and turn all this shit off. on go. You he gonna hit that break on you motherfuckers. I didn't talk out. Ain't nobody scared of no lavas. <laughs> all right, all right, son. You used to whooping your ass. I ain't used to that motherfucker coming in here talking all crazy to me at sixty-two years old. He tearing your ass up every day, nigga. Mushroom Fred. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I'll, mute, I'll get a booyah right now. I'm muting Nicole and your ass at the same time. Nigga, want to see? Oh, this is so No, no, don't this put me in the bubble. Oh, no, don't do that. Again, no, mute, 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 I'm feeling the booyah today. <laughs> oh, Lord. King Fred, you going to get a booyah. <laughs> oh, because I'm going to shut the fuck up and play dead. <laughs> <laughs> I tell that nigga take them dogs for a walk. I ain't saying shit else until you some kid they come on the line. I think he well you be quiet before I say something I don't know nothing about. You be quiet. <laughs> well, that's a lovely song. But does anyone Thank have anything Thank you for the Charlie Wilson review. Thank you for the Charlie Wilson review. Yep. I heard the words. I heard outstanding. Girl, you knocked me out. That's what I, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Charlie was high. Charlie was high in the motherfucker. That means I don't want somebody to knock me out. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> he had just come off the road. Charlie had just to give a motherfucker a hit of that motherfucking shit. <laughs> yeah. You don't know nothing about how them niggas feel, uh, 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 whatever your name is. Snick on poo. They've never been around a rock star. You've been to a rock star. Well, well, all right. You got a point? <laughs> you got uh, Bobby Bland looking for you, Bobby. Bobby Bland's son looking for us. No one's been around. 
Well, I never you don't know who I've been around. Rock star. It just worked out like that. I didn't know. I, I didn't even know. I I saw the, the man first. I didn't I didn't see his perfection. The man came with two feet tall. So <laughs> fuck you, seeing him. Energy. Who making a phone call right now? <laughs> Somebody calling. Uh, Hello. It's um, the tone. Leave a message. Tone of. Who was that? That's that that sleepy, sweet smoking junkie ass nigga. Buckethead, scoundrel, you. (laughs) Put on your boots, man, and get here. You're late. (laughs) You collard green eating. (laughs) (laughs) Yam smacking. Pork belly, wine, <laughs> acting like you a Muslim, and you know damn well I seen you at the ch- at the goddamn rib shack there the last weekend, nigga. <laughs> extra, 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 extra fat. <laughs> Hog maw having him. <laughs> You're chitlin, late. Chitlin. All that. That's right. Now what? What's today? Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, today's Wednesday. Payday. Payday. Yeah. Payday. Did you get your check? Did you get your check? No, I didn't. All that money. Let me hold some. Let me hold on a little. I don't have money. (laughs) Oh, no. You got all them jobs and all that money. Barbecue jars. There's some shit came here today. What was that that came here today? Wow. Some fucking crunch. The nastiest shit I ever ordered, and they just keep sending that shit here. I'm going to take it to school and sit it out there and let the motherfucking healthy white bitches have it. King Fred, you might be on one of those um, automatic shipments, so you may want to cancel that if you don't like it. Right. Yeah. You say they keep sending it here. And they, they, don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't pay... Uh, uh, Chocolate peach and money. They pay chocolate peach and food. They pay that motherfucker in cakes and pies. So Would you be offended if you went somebody went somewhere and they had a uh, catering shit all out there, everything out there, but they said all they got is saucers. Motherfucker <laughs> 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 be looking at, oh, I'm gonna give me some of this. I'm gonna give me some of that. No, motherfucker, you go only go get. <laughs> One serving for that motherfucker. Invite people over to your house and them motherfuckers go to making place and shit. Hey, hold up. Oh, fuck everybody ain't came. Ain't no, what are you doing? Unwrap that shit, you motherfucker, taking your plate to the car and then come back and sit down. Oh, you trifling. Trifling motherfucker. That's come what they do at Jay House. Come in with, yeah, come with in Jay. with, uh, uh, what you call it? 
Yeah, that's what they do at J House. Jay have a fundraiser for uh, Karen ba- ba- Bates. Karen Bass, I'm sorry. And then he had a couple of motherfuckers in there that was waiting for the food to come out. And when the food came out, the nigga took like three or four plates to the car and came back and sat down. And ate. I'm like, he only won't say nothing to them kind of motherfuckers. Oh, he said something. He called that motherfucker. He said, hey, man, you're not invited to to my house anymore. Nigga, you you took four plates to the car, nigga, and you ain't paid nothing. You didn't even give up no money. For the fundraiser, nigga, but you just came to eat. Right. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. He said it too. If he, if he thought it, he said it. Yep. That shit was funny, the motherfucker. Niggas was telling on the nigga too. That nigga had three, four plates. He left out of here and came back and sat down. Motherfuckers be watching. Motherfuckers be watching. They just be snitching. They bad because they couldn't get full place to their car without being seen. Couldn't get caught. They was telling on that nigga. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't tell. You didn't see it. That's why you didn't tell. Oh, I saw the nigga walking to his car. I just didn't know what he was doing. I thought Jay. I thought I was outside. I thought Jay had gave him the plates. I didn't. I didn't try to stop him or nothing. I said, I thought Jay. You know, he came out the house. I thought Jay approved it. Uh uh. He had so many plates. He get three hundred, three hundred dollars worth of uh, what you call them, uh, churches, two pieces, and they put a piece of bread in there, and uh, I think it's uh, some uh, whatever the fuck. You know how that shit comes. He get three hundred dollars worth of this shit. We get back to the fucking uh, park, and he tell me to bring all this shit in there. So everybody, I said, "Now what about me, man?" I said, "Now I gotta start eat. Eat wait until everybody come in there. You go eat all the motherfucking chicken. No, nigga, I'm eating what's in my bag. Motherfucker, don't leave me the fuck alone. I've been hauling shit all goddamn day. Okay. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm getting a diabetic attack. Right. I'm getting hungry. Motherfucker, <laughs> you worried about all these motherfuckers? <laughs> shit, half these motherfuckers don't even want that shit no way. And don't be on Might the road even... nowhere with them. Don't, no, no, wait a minute, Ali. You know, like them chitlin circuits all the way down in motherfucking uh. Louisiana, and they have all them motherfuckers, and them, and they somebody in the, uh, they cook for them, and you know they don't eat that shit. They don't eat soul food. They don't eat on the road. Fred, you mm-hmm. want this ticket? I got a meal ticket for you. No, motherfucker, I don't want that shit. All that fat back, hog mouth, hot pepper shit. <laughs> motherfucker, you said you was feeding me, nigga. I don't want that slop from the back there. And them niggas left the roaches up and everything. Down there that nigga said, oh he gave God. you a meal ticket? Yeah, one of them. <laughs> oh, motherfucker, I thought we was going to eat somewhere, nigga. What the fuck? And then this nigga's somewhere eating fruit and drinking water. Hungry than a motherfucker. I've been up to sound check, pick you up all day and all fucking night. I'm going to say, here, Fred, you want a meal ticket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's some cold shit. 
Nigga sent you to the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. No. You know how they be having them waters and fruit juices and uh, all them motherfucking danishes and shit? Yeah, all that shit backstage, right? Yeah. This nigga catch me drinking a motherfucking uh, Welch's. It was good and cold. How many are you going to drink it? Are you going to drink up all these people's shit? <laughs> man, fuck you. I'm talking about all day, man. You can't. Oh, man, fuck you. Yeah, I'm going to go get this. Go sit in the car. Nigga say, how many of these you going to drink? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, the hot to the motherfucker out there at them pavilions and stages in the motherfucking hot ass heat. While this motherfucker walk around and uh, do his uh, instrumental dance, walk up there and like he's the instructor of the whole goddamn thing. And what are you doing on my stage? What the fuck, nigga? I come with you. I ain't supposed to be on the stage. You love to cuss me out in front of these motherfuckers. I start goddamn me throwing guitars off this goddamn stage and kicking drums, kicking holes in drums. You, you, you say I'm crazy. <laughs> Get him out of here. Nigga, shit. Stop yelling at me, you fuck. Nigga said you, you ain't supposed to be on stage, Fred. <laughs> yeah, nigga gonna tell me I ain't supposed to be on the stage, dog. <laughs> I didn't broke. This is sound check, nigga. I didn't broke your ass. We up here, and I. you said go to the car and bring your uh, iPad or Whatever the fuck I get up there What are you doing on stage What the fuck you ain't... Hold up dude You gonna drink all them Man at least find somebody else to fuck with Do you see that cord over there getting wet <laughs> um, I think he's different today King Oh no hold up so uh, I'm sitting there, I'm tired to the motherfucker. The show comes on. Everybody up. Everybody. Man, I'm nodded out back there. He said, if I knew your, your ass wasn't going to goddamn me, curious on, I should have left your ass at home. I said, ain't this a bitch? <laughs> that nigga so I'm the goddamn driver. Hold it, just a little to fuck with a motherfucker. So I'm the driver. Uh, who is this to keep the crowd going? The major D. I'm the, the goddamn man. me. Yeah, I'm the, the hype, hype man. The hype man. <laughs> yeah, I'm the hype man. I gotta haul this little nigga's luggage. Make sure he get his all the CDs back. Uh, all, all kinds of motherfucker shit. <laughs> And then he, he get his ass in there and go to sleep. And then he gets in there and go to sleep and then offer people a ride. Then offer motherfuckers a ride to the airport in the, in the other direction. Nigga, I am taking you home. I don't know how the fuck she getting home. Uh, how the fuck they getting home. Well, what are we doing? What are we doing? Shit, Jay, I didn't even hear you when you said that. Go by here, go by there. That motherfucker told that sound man went to acting a fucking fool. Like he was Rick James or something <laughs> up there in Sac- Sacramento. Everybody in the car. We done went back and forth. I didn't ask this grown man to bring his ass on. I'm not going back and forth, back and forth like that. This <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, I, I you got. I got back down there. They say, uh, "Where's our so and so?" 
<laughs> I said, man, I can't keep on going up to that room, knocking on that door, asking that nigga to get up. I, I, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I don't love a motherfucker like that. They looked at me. Well, yeah, I saw a man. And somebody said, I'm on my way, I'm on my way, I'm on my way, because he was supposed to light into my ass, but the sound man just don't understand. You come here to do a job. I'm not supposed to babysit your bitch ass. I'm not going to keep on getting out, going up there, knocking on your fucking door, bitch. Well, he, oh, he should have been ready to go. He should have been ready to no, go. No, that motherfucker know that he got that me one day away from not having a gig, but he going to pimp me. Like I'm his bitch, and he don't know. No, 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 no. Can't get chance to do that shit. But motherfucker, your fuck ass. I don't know you, nigga. It's just gonna be your last seventy-five dollars gig or your or whatever he pay you. <laughs> fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, pussy ass niggas. After the gig, uh, you think you could take my mahon- my 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 uh. My, my piece of equipment, my this, my that, my this, my that. I'm gonna go. I'm a riding with her. I'm going over here, nigga. Let me tell you one motherfucking thing. I'm not responsible for nothing but getting your punk ass to the airport and uh, waking, waiting for you in the morning. I'm not taking that shit with me. What a man! Get the fuck out of here, nigga. I'm not. I'm not a groupie like that. Ask, ask everybody. I don't haul people's equipment and suck ass. You stupid. You're going to lose your shit fucking with me. All them feathers and hats and <laughs> ship ahoy suits and shit. I knew it. I knew you was going to say ship ahoy suits. <laughs> I love you. all them niggas come out there with them furs and hats and ships and peacock feathers. You go get in the back of your seat, man. You're going to you gonna find... Uh, all kinds of weird shit back there. Oh, goddamn shit. I'm like, what the fuck is all these feathers? Yeah, huh? feathers. It's uh, of tambourines. Tambourines, you gotta... They so old, the original motherfuckers. They so old, you have to back the car up to the stage. You gotta oh. go up there and get them down off stage. I'm like, you all right, dude? Yeah, they up in age. These motherfuckers up in age. Oh, oh man, I, right. I got to back the car all the way up to the stage, man. Come on, the dog. This is the last. I think this is going to be your last one, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. You think the motherfucker tipped me? No. His ass right on that airplane. He had to tip up some stairs, man. Yeah, no, nah, them motherfuckers, they be, uh, they know they supposed to tip a motherfucker. When you when you drop their ass off in the morning time, you know you've been help, helping them get around all fucking weekend. Oh. And you, uh, 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 I ain't got the money. Well, you, you know, I know. Uh, uh, uh. Man, get the fuck on up out of here where I can get on home. Wow. Get the fuck on up out of here. Next time you come to town, I'm gonna let these hoes eat you up. I'm gonna let you out my sight, and one of your bad habits gonna come on. And this they're gonna say, Oh, well he come up missing in Sacramento. They gonna find his ass down there on J Street smoking dope. <laughs> Try to keep him safe. Try to keep him safe. Keep him in the hotel, keep him around from around groupies and a whole bunch of contaminated people and then they get to be here. 
Oh, well, you think you're going to keep my guitar tonight? No, motherfucker. You know, Jay, you, you missed that plane in the morning. Uh, well, I can't say you, you live an interesting life. No, you live. No, you and Elijah and uh, Taekwondo. <laughs> Don't try to put that shit lived. off on me. Um, I haven't but, lived. <laughs> I haven't lived this world, so, you know. But I know... I love when you start talking about feathers and, and instruments, you know, and, and, and um, yeah, <laughs> the whole thing that you say about the whole experience and folks getting kicked out of sound check. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know how I would have um, received all that if I hadn't been in that world. Hmm. Yeah, no dang sound check. I ain't kicking you out of nothing. <laughs> Keith, I said they get folks who trying to, like, they got a concert ticket, I believe, but they wanted, like, a little extra. They wanted to be behind the scenes, and Lavis would kick them out or have them kicked out <laughs> for being that sound check. It's not just Lavis. If you had Patty LaBelle's show, my brother used to play with Patty and all them. And they'd be doing sound check at 11 and 12 and 1 o'clock in the daytime. And people off the street or even people there be trying to get in and get to get close or even right. get in there and then don't leave. So, wow. they, you know, <laughs> artists, you know, they get paid for headcount, how many people come, who listens. So if you got a motherfucker in there listening and they pay, and he, you know, I, I think it affects them big time because I didn't see a whole bunch of people get kicked the fuck out of, of sound checks and shit like that. Wow. Sound checks. I think even like around, you know, when people be stealing your music and taking all them pictures and shit like that, I, I get it. I get it. Wow. Well, I know at comedy shows I've seen on the YouTube where folks be sitting in other people's seats and then the people who the, the seats belong to show up and then three, four people got to get up. <laughs> oh, it's deeper than that. You can take, you can take. Back in the day, you could take a, a a CD cover. I don't know if they're still doing it, but you could take a CD cover and go get it laminated and put it around your fucking neck, and you in there, and you look good, you smell good like me. You, I'm with the band, motherfucker. I mean, and most people don't wear them that is actually in the band or or, or a musician. But you can go get that laminated and put it around your neck and put backstage fans on it and be walking. It ain't nobody going to fuck with you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling y'all that. Let me shut up. Because you love us and you want us to understand how things work. Because you know that. Oh, they um, going to catch y'all. They going to catch y'all. They going to catch y'all. I don't want to be um, caught up like that, King Fred. That's. You know, I don't know. Like, like back in the day, folks used to slide into the movies and stuff. I mean, it's a risk. <laughs> it's a risk. They open the door, and then you know everybody else come in. One person paid forty people on one ticket. <laughs> I'm, I'm exaggerating, but nonetheless, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, yeah, I think you you're know. for that shit now. I think they're gonna they're gonna say, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to. Don't wanna act like she delivering the fucking chocolate pizza. Act like she delivering uh, barbecue sauce, or, or she there to pick somebody up. So I don't think y'all gonna have no problems. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've been backstage before. That's not my thing. I don't need, I don't need to see backstage. I know how to get backstage. It was supposed to be a, be a laugh. I don't know if you've been smoking dope today. It was supposed to be a laughing moment. So you ain't got to step out of bounds with me. I did laugh. Cause just because Yusuf ain't laugh. here and Charles ain't here, I'll tear your ass up, sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, sister, do you remember the Dunsmere House? And they used to have a so-and-so um, picnic every year on, in the summertime, June, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been backstage. I've been backstage in, uh, in, in environments like that. Um, uh, Kimball's East. You know, I've, I've yeah. um, you know, but I, I don't know. It just seemed like regular, you know, um, folks just be you tables, you know, like like King Fred said, a little something to snack on is back there and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, you know, folks running around. I don't know. I, I don't know what yeah. the what the mystique is, but I've exactly. I've seen it, but I haven't done like the whole, you know, like you go on tour and. You know, sharing a bus together. I don't even know. I don't even know if I would want to do that. I think you'd have to love it. You know, at a level. Yeah. My cousin did it when she went on tour with um. She went on her first tour with Luther. She did it. And she was like, yeah, nope. <laughs> and she used to yeah. do um. She used to do Luther Vandross. She went on tour with Luther Vandross and found the blackness and did Luther's hair. Oh. Okay. And then her, I think her last tour, she went on tour with Prince. And she was, well, she did Prince's hair when, um, when her best friend couldn't do it, but she she took over for her. Oh. Yeah, I, you know, so I think, I think you just have to enjoy that at a level. Well, I'll tell you this much. Um, I've been at events where things move so fast, you don't have time to catch your breath. It's like you up all day and you up half the night, <laughs> like like other types mm-hmm. of events, not necessarily, um, you know, musical. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like you no rest for the weary. So I don't mind that part, but, I mean, I can only imagine, like, and then they'd be trying to go out and do stuff after all of that. And I'm like, I can, oh, I got to go. <laughs> I, need to, I need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, so like you know, entertainment where they on this flight, that flight, red eye, black eye. I mean, you know, I just—it's too much. I think you know, so that's because I'm not—I'm not a part of that. You know, I don't have that um, level of love. I guess to say I'll go without sleep. (laughs) That much sleep, right? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. But I know it produced a lot of memories. I hear folks, you know, speak on their memories and the good times. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, my cousin was telling me about how she went. She had to go with when the people she was with on tour when they went to the Playboy Mansion that she had to go. She couldn't stay behind. So what she did was she went to one of the libraries and she didn't want to be out there at the, at the party. Right. 
I can imagine. Now, I heard it. I, I watched a documentary about, um, what's his name, Hugh Hefner, and, like, mm-hmm. um, the mansion, and, you know, the women, you know, staying there and everything, and they were talking about, like, what their experience were, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, it wasn't all that it's presented to be, and they were speaking about, you know, just how um, much it wasn't um, as glamorous as they thought. A couple of the, if I remember right, a couple of the um, women said, you know, this is better than where they come from, you know, what they had to deal with before that. But um, some of the other women thought, you know, things would be much, much better. And, um, yeah. They were straight was, sex toys. That's all they were. Yeah. They had a, they had a, um, yeah. Yeah. And, you, you know, you figure out, you know, why some women might want to do this kind of thing. You know, like they say, okay, you know, the money is good. Well, come to find out, <laughs> not necessarily um, even at the at the mansion. Yeah. yeah. And, and they were like, you know, and he, and he said that Hugh Hefner had a dog, I think, and, you know, nobody was keeping up after, you know, his pets. And <laughs> it was, yeah, it was interesting. Um, it's probably been about eight years mm-hmm. ago I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Stepping all in that he, he didn't have Ali there to clean up the dog too. Oh. We're gonna be in the bubble, <laughs> but yeah, nobody was present to take care take care of those types of things. So the dog was just yeah, running free in the house. He should have been. He should have hired Ali. So Ali could have take care of it. <laughs> Ali would have been perfect. And, until Hugh Hefner didn't didn't uh, pay him his proper um, uh, agreed upon amount, and then it was gonna be a problem for um, Mr. Hefner. <laughs> oh yeah, it would be a real big problem. Ali don't take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one oh, was saying, you know, it was they was on an allowance and and um <laughs> and it it wasn't much to yeah. speak on. Who was that? They sharing clothes and and, and all that. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> so where your mom at today? Where your mom at today? Oh, that's right. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, I have no clue. Oh, no, what? No, I brought I brought her lunch. I have half a steak and shrimp burrito from yesterday. It's not raining, so you might as well either go out or just order something. Somebody take your parking spot. Now, have y'all ever had anybody in the house? That's elderly and they dying. Yes. Yes. Yeah, her car hasn't been there. But everybody experiences that differently, King Fred. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no um there's no textbook on one way to experience that. Mm-hmm. Is 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 um as sad as I know, as heavy as I know, that would be for y'all to endure. I'm glad to know mother in love is at home and not in a hospice type of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we see we seen early on that. 
not even just hospice, but uh, the other part when you're just in a convalescent home in that dreary, cold place and uh, ain't nobody listening. Ain't nobody coming down there changing you like you're supposed to be. When you get up in the morning, you sneak out there like I do at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning. No, 7. 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you, you, can tell, you, you can tell when somebody ain't been changed, they're soaking wet. Right. And uh, your response, I mean, and I know that I understand that, you know, it's just a process, but uh, dignity and respect, that's all I ask for. You know what I mean? When you, you get to be, when you can't talk. I'm sorry. Fine. No, no, go ahead. So I want to wait till you finish. Yeah, I listen. heard something interesting mm-hmm. about um, the nursing home thing. Mm, go ahead, dear. I'm sorry. So, no, I, I apologize for cutting you off. But I heard from a gentleman that I've been talking to that um, does, like, independent autopsies, and he also does um, crime, like, murder scene cleanups. He said that when you're in a nursing home, that they give you morphine, which hi, you said it right there. That they give you morphine and stuff, and that uh, thank you, have a great day, and that shuts down your body. Basically, they give you that to kill you so that you can free up the bed for somebody else to come in. A hundred percent right. Which is basically a slow death. It's a slow death. A hundred percent right. I know that. I know it for a fact. I know for a fact, not just in nursing homes, I'm prescribed morphine right now, but I don't take it. Uh, everything that they gave me, I don't take it. I do whatever. I, I, I'm okay. But all my relatives that had cancer, either when they came home, they gave them morphine, and I watched them. It shuts down your body real uh, slowly, and you, I know, I know how it made me feel. And I, uh, you know, I, I, but I, I don't heard people that. moaning. I've heard people moaning. Oh, oh, oh! And then they say, "Well, we're gonna give you like they brought this shit out of here." Yes, I mean you today. Be careful because one of them guys, told, the big one, is coming out at the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. It's a com. It's a. It's a. It's called a comfort kit. It's called a comfort yeah, kit. Yeah, that's what he said. See, I'm on hospice. I'm, 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 I have hospice that comes from me. Do you hear how strong my black ass is and all the hell that I raised over the weekend? I don't fuck with these white folks and their medication and everything that they tell me to take. And, and I know better. I've seen my sister OD accidentally. My sister OD on... Uh, what the fuck? Okay. The uh, autopsy. I know what was in her, and I know she OD. And I know how I was slipping away from here, just slipping away from here. Yeah. My mom, and that just was giving her morphine and stuff to make her comfortable, and then her liver and everything. He said, he said it starts with the liver shutting down, and then slowly everything, the organs just start shutting down. The punk bastard motherfucker. They got me, I got a prescription right now, but I gave this shit back to him because I wanted to let this motherfucker know. I say, man, you know, uh, I'm going to keep my narco and I'm going to keep this other one that I like. But this shit here, you got me on time-release morphine, 40 milligrams. Dude, 
what the fuck is wrong with you? And you got me taking this other shit. We're trying to keep you comfortable, Mrs. Crosley. I say, man, this is, this is, this ain't, man, I, I can't function with this. And I know what it's doing to me. All of it makes you uh, addicted. But this morphine is shutting down my organs, homeboy. I said, I don't want that shit, and gave it back to him. Uh-huh. I don't have to take what you, because I'm on, uh, what do you call it, palliative care. So they have, they, I'm all together different. The, the motherfuckers know I'm going to die. So once you, once you, once they say you got cancer, cancer will disappear. It'll do this, but you still got it. It'll go into remission, but you still got it. Mm-hmm. And the way the system is, it's a money game with these beds, these pharmaceutical drugs and these doctors, mm-hmm. okay? And if you ain't smart mm-hmm. enough to watch their ass, you got to be real smart on what you, how you, how you make them always feel like they're the smartest thing in the world and you'll get everything. But don't argue with this motherfucker. But we, when it comes to him putting something in your mouth or running you through an x-ray machine, they will never get just to run me through an x-ray machine or even give me a shot again that stays in my system for six months. They will never get chance to do that shit again. Okay? Uh, no. No. Mm-mm. And I think that the Lord will fix it anyway. Hell, if I'm 62, I got another 10 years. I'd rather live with it than live, uh, you know, wishing that you were dead or even that you're in that kind of pain. And the motherfucker send you home with dope to kill you, okay? Why would you do that to yourself again, Frederick? No, you gonna you gonna die one way or the other. Sixty-two, you speak of another fifteen, six, fifteen, twenty years. I mean, eighty is the. You see, and then you don't want to lay around here and talk about, oh, I want to live, I want to live, and you pissing and shitting on yourself. You know, and, and don't know if you're coming or going and all that shit. And people stealing from you and stealing your car and things are too high and then you're homeless and shit. So, you know, I think uh, in about 20 more years, I'm cool. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Unless the Lord fixed my mind right because I know what the pain was for me. Not for somebody else. And I don't know who wants to live to be 110. And you know your body is steady breaking down on you every frigging day. Who wants? I don't. I don't. I, I think there's some kind of a compassionate that okay. When I say okay, I'm tired. I don't want to be here no more. Uh, you, yes, they should be able to give you something that that's your right. Doctor Kavorkian did it years ago with Bill Donahue now. But they shouldn't just make you just stay here. And suffer and see a lot of us, a lot of people don't know that you live to die. See, I can fool, but see, I know that God, I know who woke me up this morning. I know who blessed me every day and the people around me in the world. I know that there's a God, but when you run up on somebody and say that, that they, that they, uh, oh, it's all on them, and or you want to say it's on Sheba or Toby or whoever, and you don't know God, I know God on my own personal level. You know, so, uh, and I'm a punk. I, I mean, I don't think nobody's supposed to be here just suffering, 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 and 
somebody telling you that it's going to get better, but they keep on stapling you up, stapling you up, stapling you up, and you can't wipe your ass or, or get a fly off you or feed yourself. Mm-hmm. Imagine laying there and then peed on yourself and it's burning in between your cheek butt cheeks and you can't move and you got this nurse. Oh, no, this one better than that. How about this? You lay in there in a hospital bed. <clears throat> you got a urinal. A man has a urinal. Yeah. And every yeah. time you ring the urinal, and you, uh, they come in and she takes it and she takes it in there and she dumps it out and she leaves it in the bathroom. So now then when you push the button for her to come and bring it, uh, ma'am, can you give me the urinal? I'm, um, just go ahead and pee, Mr. Crowley, because I'm in a, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry I'm busy. Think about laying there and you want some water, or you can smell the food, but you can't move. You can, sm- you can smell everybody. You know what fucking time it is. You know it's 430. You can smell the shit. But everybody uh, 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 on the floor is on IV, and you're listening to people die around you all day long and night, CT scans, this, that, that, the other. Or the pain. Oh, my God. No, uh, uh-uh. Mm-mm. 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 No. I'm glad I, I don't think I should have lived through it because the last time I met the doctor uh, about three months ago or a month ago or so, he said, we see some ambers burning. He says, but I see it in your church. You didn't do good with treatment last time, so we got to find something that's smoother for you. You goddamn right. You better figure it out, or either you you know damn well I ain't taking no more radiation, no more chemo, no more uh, uh, hormone shot, none of that shit. I'm living my best life, and when I'm gone, I'm gone. Mm-mm. I done lived enough, baby. Uh uh, that will I'm not gonna do that to me. Shit. No, we can change the subject. Well, I wish I wish um, you health and wellness, King Fred, and that you Thank are you. able to live and keep enjoying life. Mm-hmm. I admire your courage and your perseverance, you know, and your advocating for yourself, you know. You know what works for you. You know what doesn't. You made your decision. Right. And I, I say you've been successful. You know, you but that worry, and they they leave you they leave you all the way in darkness. They say you have cancer, and then they send your ass home to go on the internet, or look around, and ask questions. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They don't give you a group or the educational background to know that what kind of cancer, how to fight that cancer, what to eat, mm-hmm. um, how to put yourself in a a. They send your ass home to work.